let's go. All right, everybody, welcome to the, another live episode of Mental Theater. We have our Avengers in the building. How is everybody? Doing Good, great. Man. What's up, guys? Mr. Urban World is early in the building. Okay, I see you. And just wanted to give a shout out to all the mothers as well for tomorrow on Mother's Day. So shout out to Sandy Cheeks as well and all the other lovely ladies in your life who happen to be mothers or motherly figures. Let's say. Let's say. Good stuff. Good stuff. So the first topic that we want to get into right away, of course, is the black Superman. And this potential. Now, I know, Miguel, you have your reservations about it, which I deeply understand. However, I do think it might have a positive outcome. What do you think? I think if the Black Superman was playing the Black Superman that they already have, Calvin Ellis, it's fine. But to have him playing Cal L and turn Clark Kent, I think it's like, why have him play, you know, the Superman is already there. When there is a Superman who is black, that they can have him play. That's where I think the problem lies. You couldn't, you're, just, you're just taking a white character and making him black instead of using an already established black superhero or even whoever, Static Shock, Black Adam, or whatever like that to make a black superhero movie. So that part, I don't, I don't really like. Why? I don't, because they're black Superman already and black superheroes already. So why just take the black? white character and make them black i feel like that's kind of just like a, a token almost uh per se. so i would uh, actually have to respectfully agree because how would we feel if they not that this would ever happen but what would what would happen if they uh recast t'challa with someone who was white it, 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 it really wouldn't make sense at all. Well, I mean, are there rumors that it's going to be Clark Kent is going to be black? Yes, there are rumors that's been official. I've just seen, oh, okay. It's official that it's going to be Clark Kent. Well, Cal L is Clark Kent. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I'm imagining Clark Kent kind of being like Urkel and Superman being kind of like Stefan. <laughs> oh, all right. So, they, okay, that makes sense. So, um, Who's the black? Who's the black Superman? Because I thought that's what it was gonna be. Like I thought they were looking for a person of color to represent the black Superman, not Clark Kent. They said that initially, but now the newest stuff that came out is that he will officially be actually Cal L, the same son of Krypton that we all know, but just a black version hmm. and whatnot. I mean, I'm okay with it. Like I don't. I'm interested to see how it plays out. And like how what they're gonna do. I mean, since it's like I don't know, I'm for it. Like, let's see what's gonna happen. I wanna see, I'm gonna see it. And I think people are gonna see it either way. And honestly, it might he might just replace the old Superman. Like he might change the face of Superman moving forward forever. And I would be okay this, with that. <laughs> but see, that's what a catch twenty two or the double standard, I guess, right? Funny on the show. Because it's like, what if it was a, a white blade, right? <laughs> or a white, like he said, uh, uh, panther or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be, it would be an uproar or whatnot. It would be an uproar, but I mean, it depends on if it was good or not. Like It would be an uproar because of the continuity issues first before the race. Mm -hmm. So right. so as long as the continu uh, continuity issues are resolved, and I, I'm, I'm curious to see how it could be resolved 
with a, a black Superman. That's that'll be interesting. But again, there's no I guess is there any precedent saying that with all the aliens you have in the comic verse that they have to be of white descent? That to me that sounds like a logistics, you know, in terms of acting. The same way that they would, you know, use people of Caucasian descent to show Egyptians. That that's just acting. But now we're in a period where you have we can see that you know, racism is an issue, but more specifically, people of all races and creeds. And Miguel, you know how many people in our community have acting chops. So that's why I'm like, it's it's a possibility if I'm they not do it correctly. Be a bad movie. Oh no, no, I I, I yeah. know that. I just think I agree with you that there should be some continuity. But I agree with Chloe as well, saying that there should be a they could there could be a precedent, and not just to do it just so that they're black, but to do it because there are people who may have an opportunity to play that role. Like how many people would love for Idris to have the opportunity to play James Bond? I think he would be a great job. And it'd be, again, it's, it's you have the ability to, to create this type of universe. Maybe there's a, there, cause you know, they're trying to go into the multiverse now, especially with, you know, Batman and whatnot. So we'll, we'll see what's actually going to happen. And especially but with the can Justice you League. go the other way though? Right, especially at this day and age, mm. and make a white character black. I mean, I'm sorry, a black character white. They've been That's doing no that news. forever, Mike. That's old news. Where? Blackface. And what, and what comments? <laughs> blackface. Y'all, y'all remember that? <laughs> like, that was a white. Okay, that was a clown. That was a white. No, white. it wasn't a clown. It was white people who had blackface to play black people, play black characters. Correct, but I'm talking about already established. Black characters in the comic world, or even whatever the uh, whatever you want to call it, a shaft, even like that, something like that. Like, can I be a white shaft or so, whatever? I'm saying, like, it can, would, would there not be enough for? So like that's that. fair. So I guess my question would be: Is Miles Morales in the comics at all? Yes. And he black. So and, yes. and DC has resolved this issue as well as Miguel said. That's the that's the other way. Still, it's a black, the white character becoming black. Can it go the opposite way? Can a white character take over a black role, whatever? Why not? Okay. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, they're going to do with cells, and right now they're moving towards diversity versus against it. So, I mean, I think we'll see a lot of predominantly white characters turning to people of color because that is accurate. That's an accurate representation of the landscape. Like you know, and, and absolutely, <laughs> and that adds on to the point I was saying before. Because before it was definitely more predominantly white males, right? That, that's just the rea- but that's just the reality. On, that was for the everywhere times. on TV, like not even a long time ago. If you think about when we were kids, how many black characters were on TV? Period. Like, and then we came out with the lot. black show. Like you know what I mean? Hey Arnold had one black character. Like Gerald. Gerald Power Rangers had one black character, or then the Rugrats had uh, who? Uh, my girl Susie, yes. <laughs> and you know, and Susie started and, the and show. In the beginning, she came like the third season. Exactly, way, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like they were, you know, Hollywood had this this misrepresentation of the public, and who spends their money? So I I think that it's going to be a lot more uh, people of color taking these predominantly white roles moving forward, or like in you know like how Miles Morales did it, where they're working together, and then he takes the the uh the mantle and keeps going i mean in fairness we didn't really spend our money at the movies back then but now we do more stuff like that absolutely you know I mean? and it'd be interesting if they have a surprise comic that's going to coincide with the movie release 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know. Like or a video game. Problem. It wasn't really the fact they changed it. Because they, they did it already in the comics. But it's the fact that there is a black Superman. So maybe he'll be, I don't know, you know, maybe they'll change it. But the Calvin Ellis, right? Calvin Ellis, the black Superman, he lived in like Brooklyn or whatever like that. Like walking around the streets or whatever. Well, he wasn't well, like on. on a, but No, no, that's, that's a great point, Miguel. But the way it would be done in Hollywood, right? So you would have Calvin Ellis, which is still, you still have Cal L in the name, right? So imagine okay. he was Cal L, but his alter ego is Calvin Ellis. Right. That's what I'm saying. They can't. They they they, they could do that. But, but right now, the way it's coming off, like the son of Jor-El uh, is is Cal L. I'm just hoping it's not. You know, his he's got a black mom named Martha living on the farm or whatever. You know what I mean? I'd be like, see, oh, now we just okay. I see what you mean. Make create his own story because there is his own story to tell. I agree. Correct. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine with the black Superman, but just create his. I'm not. That's not Mara the story just make them black but i think that they're going to do that anyway because like how many times can the original spider i mean superman story be told like everyone knows that storyline that's true so it's like and it's been told a a million times by different (laughs) people so in different ways like even on regular tv smallville so like this is going to be a completely i might i would think it's going to be the other storyline especially if they're hoping to be competitive with marvel this is their opportunity to show what they're capable of and i think this is a great way to do that i think Zack snyder really got some more people on board with just even with interest and intrigue and taking dc seriously especially since the dark knight well since speaking of that good segue how would you feel about a black batman since you're a big batman fan John? yes let's do it well, technically, wasn't there one with uh, was it uh, at one point was it Deadshot was a uh, black? He, I think he was black man. Excuse me, uh, a black Batman, the first one in the comics, I believe. Okay, but on on the screen, I'm saying like if he was playing Bruce Wayne, even like how would you feel about that? Mm, it would have to be, but you would have to have the type of continuity. So instead of Gotham, you would have to have a kind of like a Harlem Renaissance version of Gotham. Okay, all right. Okay, all right, I got you. Okay. And you got, just like how you had with uh, Luke Cage and whatnot, you just have to yeah, set, Harlem, yeah. set the scene. What, what are the parameters that'll make it fit, right? Logically in terms of continuity, but also in terms of, you know, just having it re- more realistic. Because I agree, if it's a... Uh, Unless it's in the future, like a future right. Gotham where the Waynes would be prominent and black, which could be a possibility, right? That, that's mm-hmm. also a possibility as well. There's many ways you can go. And also, let me read out Mr. Urban World's right. comments because he's uh, going ham in there. Mm-hmm. I think Superman should have stayed black. We already have a black Superman in D.C. His name is Icon. Mm-hmm. His story is exactly the same as Superman's. That's interesting. Okay. He entered Superman's universe and punched Superman so hard that Superman told him he has never been hit like that in a day in his life. Interesting. Superman gets his energy from the sun, which is interesting because so do we. That That's just, that's just interesting. But Icon can generate with... with Wait. Generate his... Within his, his body? body? That's yeah. interesting. And shake my head. What I'm saying above, I meant to say Superman should have stayed white. <laughs> 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 I've never seen a black guy turn white on any movie. But it would be a different story, as we said. That's like having Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon as a white character in 2021. Well, we made that example with T'Challa. Also, Spider-Man was never turned black because Miles Morales is in another universe. So they both exist. They're trying to replace Superman completely. Fat Albert, Gerald, Little Bill, 
Penny Proud, Susie Rugrats, Black Chick from Kids Next Door, Vincent from Recess, Static Shock, the PJs, Token from South Park. We ain't talking about the PJs. That was <laughs> Black Chick. Black Chick from Daria. There was no black. What Black Chick and Daria? She was like Spanish or something. What Black Chick and Daria? I don't remember no Black Chick and Daria. And again, that's all that is fair. <laughs> but this could also be a misdirect. Exactly. I think that. Because you see the uproar. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I'm, I need a black Superman and I need a black Batman. Let's go. Now, just, just out of, you know, sure curiosity, who would be your choice to play the black Superman? The one I think who would do it the best is already in the DC as Manta, which is the gentleman who was the actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the actor and, and Watchmen. And because I don't want to give yeah. it away, I won't say who he, who he is. But this gentleman yeah. here, I think he would. I think he would play very well. Yeah, I don't know if they could use him though. Um, Dominicans are black too. She was black. <laughs> they, they, don't want, they don't act like they black when I go get my hair done. <laughs> I'm gonna just say that they make it very clear that they are not black. <laughs> I agree with you on that too. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> a whole other conversation. <laughs> that it is. So the current conversation is if you could take it seriously, and it could be in any uh, storyline you want, the one that actually follows the comics, the one that probably has a merge of the comics in, in real life, I think that would be cool as well. So who would be an actor that you would take seriously for the role? Hmm. For Superman or Batman? Superman first. Uh, man. I, think about I need to go look at my uh my list of black actors. I need it to be a certain type of um, like like Henry Cavill, right? It's perfect, right? We all know that, right? So I need I need to be like a black guy like that. The guy you chose, I think, would be pretty good too. Um, and what, be a certain age, a certain build, a certain like uh, demonstrative. I think. Look, what about well. uh, Winston Duke? He would have to lose a little weight and whatnot. He might be a little too big, but yeah, if, if he lost some weight, like got more sculpted and lost some weight, he could do it. I could see that actually, and whatnot. And he uh, got that uh, that size too. And and the original rumor started with Michael B. Jordan. Hmm. I would say he's a little small, but he could pull it off with the camera tricks and stuff like that. Right. So not really. Um, I mean, the acting wise, he, he would pull off the whole acting of it. It's a great story. He's a good actor. By the way, speaking of that, not this, I did, I haven't finished, I haven't even finished without remorse yet because it's not that great. I watched the first half, but I'm with Chloe. It's just, it's just, eh, it's just only okay. I mean, I, I, I completely understand that. It's the, I feel like this is a result of the genre, which is Tom Clancy, but that's just me. And entertainment, right. usually it's, it plays out better in books than it does on entertainment. Mm. <laughs> but I did love Jodie Turner Smith's character in the movie as another black actress and stuff like that. And I think her as his his sergeant or whatever, I think she's dope. She, I like yeah, her. she, she did. The acting was good. Like I said, the acting was good. The action was good. The storyline was trash. Yeah, she needs her own like movie, I think, or whatever. Like she's just really dope. But that's another story. And uh, another off topic because we were talking about um dora and uh rugrats stuff like that um there's a great documentary on hulu about nickelodeon from uh called the orange years that talks about 
every like their whole development and they detail every single show, including Rugrats. So I just want to throw that out there because I watched the whole thing. So it's great. Very cool. Mr. Everwell, I'm glad we got this black talk off our chest before Anthony brings his right <laughs> his right wing views over. Oh He's my a gosh. cowboy. He's a whole oh, cowboy. He's a black Cowboy. Cowboy. It's hilarious. Yeah. So if you grew up watching Nickelodeon, you would love that. But that's another story. Um, I can't think of it right now, Josh, like exactly who I would, you know, think. I will have to, uh, you know, take some time. I'll get back to you on that one. Absolutely. And then as we segue to Batman, did anyone get a chance to see the uh, clip they had? Yeah. With the uh, about Catwoman and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, Can you play it for us? Absolutely not. Because it'll get flagged. Oh. Can you give us a brief synopsis? <laughs> Absolutely. So it gave some, you know, behind the scenes looks at the Batman, which is already, you know, has a lot of anticipation about it. So I can't wait. I know Selena Kyle, especially with Zoe Kravitz playing that, is going to be a very complex character. It's going to be interesting. And apparently, Miguel, it does take place in the same universe as Joker. And this is going to be Batman in year two. So what I appreciate about this is that essentially it's going to be, you know, it's going to be seeing Batman on his come up. Right. So he doesn't have the Batcave. His his gear is kind of like, oh, I just bought it, you know, at, at Dick's Sporting Goods and I'm, I'm coming yeah. out here right now. So we get to see him come up and level up and how when you're a superhero and you're just starting, especially if you're human. Right. Tony, just a mortal. Then you have to have certain logistical precautions for doing something like this. So I can't wait to see how. You know, he's going he's gonna to have to make a lot of mistakes, mm. like a ton of mistakes. And he's going against the Riddler as well. So I think that that would be a great uh, warm up for, you know, later in his career when he would be facing people like the Joker. So I, I do appreciate that as well. And I love how it's going to be connected to the Gotham PD show, which is going to take place uh, a year before in uh, Batman year one. So I think Matt Reeves is building a, a very cool Get, uh, Batverse, if you will, mm. and HBO Max too. Shouts out to them and um, mm-hmm. and uh, Warner Brothers and stuff like that. Um, I think it's going to be cool. I think that um, you know, I'm uh, I think Matt Reeves know what he's doing. I like I like the whole look of it. Also, don't, don't, don't forget about Penguin by Colin Farrell. He's yep. in the movie as well. And I like that they're showing like the um, the uh, the mobster version of Penguin. You know, I mean, trust me. I mean, trust me. Dan DeVito did a great job in Batman too, but he was more cartoonish and stuff like that. Right. But I, I, but I like this monster, ver- this mobster version of him. And if you look at the Penguin, Colin Pearl, you can't even tell it's Colin Pearl. So, the makeup artists, like everything they did, is great. Um, I feel like that. Um, like you said, the whole year two aspect, like like you said, the boots are like regular fucking boots for like rain gear or something like that don't even like like they're like you know hero outfit or something like that so i feel like um i thought like it's gonna be a good mystery along with the heroic journey that we're going to be taking on and i feel like waiting until next year is also great because they're really waiting until it's really enough eyes to be able to go to the theater and see it and stuff like that so i feel like that's also a good idea so. absolutely and i i can't wait to see how the citizens of gotham react to bats because at this point he's just like a rumor or joke or scam you know on the back page of the newspaper no one actually takes it serious so like it's imagine living in a gotham is kind of like a new york city you know massive metropolitan city right so it's like having you know uh, a vigilante in new york like if you in present day if you heard of a vigilante in new york you'd be like man get out of here they don't know what they're doing they 
they about to do some dumb stuff. So this is how Batman is being perceived. So you have people who believe in him. Some people think it's a rumor. Other people, of course, have witnessed him, save, probably saved their lives or whatever. And they're like, oh, thanks, Batman. But no one else will believe him. So he's at, again, he's at that stage. So I think it's a, it's a great storyline. And I see why Robert Pattinson signed up for this version of Batman. All right. Can, I, can I go on a tangent for two seconds? There was, there was this meme. <laughs> it was this meme. I think Josh shared it. It was in our uh, group chat. But it was like, if superheroes really like existed, how would people react to them? <laughs> oh, yeah, from the shade room. <laughs> it was like, it's like, oh, man, I just paid that car off. And then, like, Batman, like, oh, smashes the car. I saw that. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he destroyed every single building except for the one I work at. I got to go in tomorrow. I was like, yo, that's hilarious. It, it is hilarious. <laughs> So it just mm. made me think about that. Like, if there was a Batman flying around New York, I think people would not like him. He'd probably be doing the most. Because, you know, there's a lot of collateral damage that comes with being a hero. <laughs> it's like, you don't think but about I would, those uh, people. I definitely agree, but I would also say more so for Marvel characters, they probably cause more damage with but, Hulk and Thor. But listen, <laughs> right? Well, Hulk and Thor, those are actual, like, alien so i think that people would appreciate them and they'd be like well you know get the superhero insurance for your car because there's <laughs> like there's like aliens attacking but like batman just fighting regular bad guys like the army could do that but they won't so batman i is actually am surprised though at this day and age with all the type of uh First of all, like all the type of gear you can buy and, and technology, and that people who have that mindset, you know, a little bit crazy or whatever, that we haven't had some vigilante like in like New York or somewhere because there is to, like, stop because there's Secret Service who puts a halt to all of that before it goes down. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Like it's people that's watching and listening that see if somebody crazy and want to do some Joker type stuff, and they get stopped before they even get to do it. So, you know, Batman. I don't know. I think if it was if it was a choice between Superman blowing stuff up with his laser eyes or Batman, I probably I don't know because then Superman could turn bad too. Did he turn bad in one episode? I mean, one season. Yeah, he does turn bad. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I don't know. We don't need any of that in real life, but Batman. I mean, I mean, a Superman, yeah, but a Batman's the guy in the suit, so he I, could get I, I killed potentially. So it's like he's the less of a threat to the humanity. However. Is he really saving that many people? <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, he, in order for you to like him, he would have to impact you personally. But if you Correct. just see him yeah. on the news flying around. Well, this is my point. Usually Batman kind of just focuses on the criminals. He's not like saving people falling out the sky like Spider-Man, right? So his work is done at night where the criminals are doing the criminal activity on the criminal property. So technically, the only property he's ruining is the criminal property. And he, again, studied with ninjas and samurais. The element of surprise is all about stealth. And then you attack. So that's minimal damage in and out, and you're gone. But it's not like criminality is subjective, right? So Superman is basically like judge and juror. I Batman. mean, not Superman, Batman. So he's just like, oh, these look like some bad guys. Let me go over there and, and beat them up. Like, meanwhile, I'm just a bread delivery dude who got paid a hundred dollars to bring this package. Nah, that, I didn't know what was again, going on. That's not how Bats works. He is a master detective. Mm -hmm. 
So he know everybody's backstory when he go in there. He's observing. <laughs> Beating everybody down and breaking legs and limbs Which and stuff. is why you don't have a real life <laughs> Batman type of character because the amount of money you would need to have that level of technology to keep you safe and keep you off of social media, it would be astronomical and it'd be easy to figure out who it was. I, for Okay, so it's like you have to suspend your reality or belief. What is it? Suspension of belief. Because Suspend how do belief. you know? How do they don't know that that's Batman? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I feel like if, if it was a Batman and you're in his circle, you know who he is. He don't disguise his voice that well. It's like Obama putting on a Batman outfit. Like, <laughs> I know your voice. I mean, yeah. You ain't fooling nobody. Point, though, because I forget. <laughs> we always forget. He is a guy in a suit, but he's also like a trillionaire. So yeah. he's got a lot of different technology to help him out. He has like technology, that. but he also is on that status where people... Blank man, yes. Blank. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. That was a oh, good so movie. Good. That so was funny. a really good movie. Why do we never talk about Blank Man? Oh, no. Thank you for bringing that up, Mr. Everworld, because that was a great movie. He did have all the gadgets, and he was poor. Yeah, he was. He was. He was and poor. Didn't get and didn't get paid. And didn't get paid. I out. <laughs> That's more realistic. He wasn't fighting <laughs> aliens. He was, he was just being, you know, a... a uh, and I that other comment society. about Jupiter Legacy, I watched a preview, um, Mr. Oberworld, but I haven't actually. Well, I do want to watch. I heard it's really, really good. So I want what's to that? Out. What's Jupiter's Legacy? It's a new uh, superhero uh, show on Netflix that just came based off a comic book. Is that so. the one that's a cartoon? Everybody making memes out of it. Mm-mm, you think about um, Invincible? Oh, Invincible! Invincible yeah. I need to watch that because I don't understand the memes, and I'm sure they're pretty funny. If I watch the show. Yeah. Yeah, this was another one uh, based off another, uh, I guess, uh, uh, independent comic uh, comic uh, team, whatever like that. But I heard it's pretty good. So. <clears throat> okay. The first, oh, he had all the gadgets. The first fight scene looks like a movie. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, back to your uh, dust and uh, to your, your question, Josh. Selena Kyle, I heard they're really like going into more her origin as well. Like her is just a cat burglar before she's cat woman <laughs> and stuff like that. So <laughs> that's why I get the name. Whatever. I so, love cat woman. Yeah, well, except for Holly Berry's cat woman. That was trash, but <sighs> it, I mean, it was what it was. <laughs> she is pretty when she was doing it. I wanted to be cat woman. I mean, girl. I didn't view it as a comic book film. To be honest, I never did, especially with Holly Berry in it. But that's just me. That's true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think she was even set in like the Batman world. She was just like Catwoman, but um, <laughs> she really was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she was fighting a lady based off of like uh, makeup products, or something like that. It was like weird, but anyway. <laughs> This Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz, I think she's going to be pretty dope. And and, and and Catwoman is one that they do, back to the other conversation, that they do race switch all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. it, was, it was Michelle Pfeiffer, for Holly Berry, now Zoe Kravitz. It goes back and forth or whatever like that. So, and Hathaway, yeah. Yeah, half, oh, I forgot, yeah, between and Hathaway, so yeah. So, so, and that kind of works for the, the Catwoman. So. And perhaps it'll work for Superman. I guess we'll see. It's in DC. We'll see. Listen, it- you know, I've watched everything that come out comic. So, you know, I'm, I'm into it. I just got to see how they do it. But I don't know. Like, I like the Rocks playing Black Adam, like I said. Like, he's a Black already character that works or whatever like that. I, you know, 
I guess my point is, why can't we just get our own black superheroes that we already have? Because there are black superheroes or whatnot. Like, I think if they did Luke Cage as a Disney Plus show or, or, or a movie. He's too, grown. Any... He's too grown for them. But why, though? He's too grown. Look, at, look at the Dark Knight. That's grown as hell. No, no, like, no. You know I, mean? I think she's saying for Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, not Disney Plus. Okay, for a movie, though. They can do it. I think it'd be dope. Or whatever. Mm. So, I think they only. Even, I think they're only going to do movies that they can put on Disney Plus from moving forward. <laughs> just well, saying, no, continuity. They, they no, because they got to do Deadpool three, which is going to be crazy with curse words, stuff like that, and Blade as well, and whatnot. It's probably going to want to go on a Hulu. Remember Disney on Hulu too. Like oh yeah, they did merge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. if uh, Daredevil is going to go on Hulu as well. Oh man, <laughs> I love Daredevil. Like Tony is so wrong about those shows on Netflix. Daredevil was so good, like, and it didn't even like I said it doesn't need a big budget because all, he's another guy in pajamas. He doesn't really, you know, have like all these crazy powers going on or whatnot. So it's a good show. Well, Luke Cage was also low budget and it was really good. Luke Cage was low budget because he has power, so it made it look more low budget. Mm. So, like I said, a movie would be better for him, but Daredevil. He's just a guy doing karate. Like it's not really like he's shooting any lasers or he's not bulletproof like Luke Cage or whatever. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> he don't got the CGI bullets bouncing off him. I, no. I, I can honestly see Luke Cage popping up in phase five as when they you know, when they expand the to the new adventure new Avengers because he was one of the new Avengers as well, hmm. eventually. So I think it's going to be one of those alien invasions and they're going to call out to the Inhumans at that time, which would be more developed, uh, the mutants, uh, people like Luke Cage to come out, perhaps Jessica Jones, and you never know, right, to come out and, you know, also assist as, you know, Earth is being attacked, things like that. Can't stand that character. Jessica Jones? I really don't like her. I don't. It's what? Just, I just Jessica don't. Jones is a good show too. It's oh, not. It's so cheesy and it makes me want to throw up what, what was cheesy for you just like everything hours? everything like i tried to watch it and i'm just like this is silly i'm surprised honestly that she's like just good job and then they tried to put her and luke cage in the same situation i'm like nah bruh she was mad nosy she was she's a mind her business she was a pi exactly exactly it was just too much i'm like she's so invasive it reminded me of the chick from um that's her job you know what <laughs> it reminded me of the nosiness level of the chick in um in uh uh, uh what's the movie josh the dream movie inception oh ellen page ellen page but, she you, had, but, but i believe also <laughs> you don't like ellen page as well I liked her. I liked her in the um, show uh, on Netflix, the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy. I liked her in that show, but she was also very whiny and like, oh, the world. I love me. Ellen Page too, even since she was. Um, Absolutely, and excuse me, Elliot Page now. So ex- excuse Elliot. us for that, Elliot Page. Yes. Maybe she'll be better as Elliot. Maybe I'll and Mr. Urban World says new article just stated that the black Superman will be Clark Kent, but he will be from another universe and won't affect the white version. <laughs> <laughs> he looked it up. Okay. Mr. So he Urban is World. Clark Kent, but just another universe. Okay. Maybe that's whatever. I guess we'll see whatever. And then maybe he'll join forces with Icon. Technically, I guess with multiverses and um, different universes. possible. 
Right, exactly. And we yeah. learned that from Into the Spider Verse. Correct. You, you love that movie. That's my favorite <laughs> movie. It made so much sense to me. I was like, oh, there's different universes with different versions of the same thing. <laughs> it, it just put two and two together for me as a person can conceptualize that and now I'm like oh and perhaps that might be because of the you know the long argument that sometimes it's easier to do things like that and animate it than real life because people are unable to suspend their disbelief mm-hmm. when you look at a cartoon you automatically don't equate the same uh, reality to our reality that we exist in yeah, mm-hmm. which is why Invincible out here is so good as well. Whatnot. Absolutely. I want to watch it too. I can't oh. wait to see the What If series because I hope they have a version of Killmonger where he survives. Oh, there's a What If series? This summer, yeah. I believe. Oh, it's about this to summer, be like, yeah. What if? Yeah, what, what every Marvel story so far, What If? So, really? Yeah. Is it going to be like in a movie or like a series? Disney no, Disney Plus. Plus. So yeah. di- I'm saying, like, is it going to be like What If for each character? Yeah, each character. So each character gets his own episode. Like, what if? Basically. Oh, one episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. So each movie, each each movie that they showed is an episode. Like, what if? So the first one's like, what if Peggy got the serum instead of Steve Rogers, and she's Captain America, and then it like goes on. I think it's like, what if T'Challa was kidnapped instead of um, uh, Star Lord, and he winds up as the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy later. Like, it's like it, it's it's a whole like. Thing oh, that's gonna that. be fun. Yeah, it will be. There's multi-universe versions of all of us. Oh, my God. There's a multiverse Chloe somewhere? Yep, when I'm dreaming, I'll be sleeping. I'm like, oh, okay. This is the other <laughs> universe. <laughs> Wait, in this universe, Mike never supported my black business. Ooh! But in another universe, he purchased as promised. Ooh! Interesting. Okay, Miguel. Wait, 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 wait. What's this black business? Is this, so is this appar- apparently in this universe, he may not have a business. But in other universe, he does. You never know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, Mr. Urban Well does have a business. Doesn't he sell jewelry? He does? He does. I've never but I've but he never yet. he never showed us where to purchase it. That's why we could we could have supported even if we wanted to. And we asked for the link how many times? Josh supports black businesses, especially jewelry companies. <laughs> oh, definitely not jewelry. I don't buy jewelry. Are you kidding me? Hmm. <laughs> Especially from a shady vendor online. (laughs) It's like, nah. (laughs) Okay. I'm definitely the first. But I did follow him on Instagram, so he does exist. Y'all was supposed to buy some cable together. He tried to get on your Netflix for free. Oh, I didn't know y'all had that type of relationship, Mm -hmm. Miguel. Okay. No, he has an alleged, I'm going to say alleged uh, hookup for cable. (laughs) He was trying to. Oh, really, Miguel? You've seen oh, uh, Mr. Friends? Urban World? Yes, I have. You've seen that true. picture? Is he really and, black? Yes, <laughs> he's and you, really black. And you ain't <laughs> sent him to the group? He, he don't want to be known, <laughs> but I have seen But them. he wants us to I purchase do. from him. Come on, bro. <laughs> you know, Chloe and I do marketing, right? We can help your business grow. Yep. But I do follow him. We are friends. And he wanted to charge me 40 bucks for some kind of a cable subscription for a year. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I'm a six to my legal stuff right now. This is me. Sounds legal to me. It's only $40. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good off Wait, that. did y'all FaceTime? Because what if he has a fake account with fake pictures? Oh. Ooh, that's what, that, that's, that's, what Tony, that's what Tony alleges as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I have not FaceTimed him. <laughs> he's really not yeah. black. He's an Asian woman living in <laughs> Hawaii. You hear that, Mr. Mark? He's got to FaceTime after the show. She's seven <laughs> feet tall. By the way. No, go ahead, Miguel. If you can walk me through what I'm uh, uh, getting with this cable hookup, how much <laughs> and, uh, I don't get up. He need he need to know what he about to spend that forty dollars on. <laughs> By the way, Mister Urban World, you're always invited on the show. Where where are you at? Where are you at though? Mm, 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 where you at though? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> By the way, anyone who's watching who wants to join the show while it's live, I just put the link in the chat so feel free hey to one more that. thing too another announcement before we go next friday my movie theater regal will be opening back up and i'm so excited about it which means i'll get the movies every week <laughs> whatever moving forward so wow. i'm very very happy that i can now walk to the movies again or not so absolutely and miguel did you see that loki trailer I did. I did. Both of them. Yeah. What, what were your first thoughts on that? Because with the whole, essentially, the, the time police, <laughs> I think it's great. Yes. Time cops. Um, which makes me think of the old movie with the. Uh, that movie, John 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 Jumper? Didn't Jumper no. have time? They had, like, police that was jump that was jumping after them. They had the, they had the, the jumpering police, basically, like, not to ripple, whatever. Um, yeah, this is like Loki. Um, when he left in um, Endgame, he took the Tesseract, and they say he just he he messed up the whole time or whatever. So they're recruiting him to help fix it, basically. And he's got to go around with them and see what he's messed up, which is dope. I feel like. Oh, you mean I it's like Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio? Correct, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. which is also a great movie, by the way. Um, I think it's uh. I think it looks. I think I think these Disney Plus shows are so interesting. I think that I like I like the differences in them, and whatnot. I like that they're giving you different worlds, and I feel like Loki will be a slow build. I feel like I wish it would have continued right after Falcon and Winter Soldier, like maybe a couple of weeks, but it's coming in June 9th or whatever. Also, the announcement now that the Loki show, will, uh, and I think moving forward, their shows will come out on Wednesday nights to the Friday nights and whatnot. So they moved it to June 9th to the June 11th. So they're going to be having Wednesday night shows. So that'll help people, I guess. Um, Go to the movies you know, on Friday when the movies Correct. Correct. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they'll be free for the movies on Friday. Uh -huh. And they're not end with everything for the whole weekend. But I like that, too. I wonder, every, sometimes Friday comes, I'll try to watch everything. So I like that as well. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, I always like Loki. You know, he he's, he, listen, Loki's got, Tom Hiddleston is like, you know, bless because he came on for one Thor movie and they can't get rid of him, right? He's so good and he's still around 10 years later and still got stuff to do and he's going to be in Thor 4. So, um, I, I, love, I like Tom Hiddleston. I think he's a good actor. I think Loki will be good. Um, I like to see like how it sets up other things. That's what all these shows are doing, which is great as well. So, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And I think what I appreciate the most about this is that I feel like this has to be their best project up to date, especially in the MCU for Disney Plus, because I feel like the majority of people probably signed up. Let's say the casual fan who appreciates Marvel probably signed up for Falcon and Winter Soldier and mm -hmm. Loki specifically. So if they I feel like they have to not only stick the landing, but as you alluded to, it's going to start hyping people up for more films, especially since we know Marvel is going to integrate 
with everything. And we already already heard that Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to have not only season two, but also a movie, Captain America 4, to go along with it. So as you're saying with Thor 4, that means he's definitely going to be in Guardians 3. Right. Exactly. And um, no, I agree with you. I think that's, the most, that's one of the most anticipated shows. Uh, also, shouts out to... Um, Owen Wilson? Owen Wilson, yeah, 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 yeah. Who I haven't seen in a long time. I think he has a little comic relief to the show. Also, good casting as well. I also think that, um, you know, remember um, the... Uh, that he's going to set up the whole thing with Kang the Conqueror because Kang is the person who travels back in time. And Kang is going to be another black character that they they trans uh, race or whatever in uh, Ant-Man 3, basically. So I feel like that it's going to somehow set up going towards Ant-Man 3. So it's all set up with Marvel, which is great. By the way, uh, the gentleman who is playing Kang the Conqueror is also the lead in Lovecraft Country, Miguel. <laughs> I, heard. I heard but which means so, so so that means you think he'll do good at king, at king of the Conqueror. yes absolutely especially when you under you know for those who know the the disposition of kang who's kind of always in a a, a kind of like a, a foul angry mood like an angry character uh-huh. especially since he knows what happens and he usually has to intervene in history so c- certain obliteration in the future doesn't happen so he's about his business and that's what we saw a lot in lovecraft yeah, have you got to Kang yet in uh, the Marvel uh, uh, show, the um, cartoon? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> when they when they chipped them, and it was hard. They chipped them, but you know, put them in the in the quantum jail. But they, they yeah. definitely chipped them. They did. They did. They did. Not, yeah, with, yeah, so not without him chipping them too. He was playing with them like Thanos for a little bit. I want to see him and Thanos go at it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I, like, I like Kang. I, I mean, Marvel hasn't even announcing a, new, a next Avengers movie yet. So I think, like, all these movies, and we got to talk about some of these movies and, and new stuff, too, by the way, but um, all these movies and um, and uh, that they said that they haven't come out, it's going to lead to a huge next Avengers movie. Well, I don't know if it's going to be endgame level, but it's going to be huge. So. Absolutely, because people have to take it serious, but I think you'll have Fantastic Four by then have some of those characters in there so it'll it'll be similar to the cartoon then like i said throw luke cage and one of those avengers movies in a in a scene where he helps out and you can add you can have a lot of uh a lot of prominent characters gaining more notoriety and then that can also help the the tv element which disney plus is crushing right now mm-hmm. yeah speaking of cap four because I, I was talking about this with tony in our chat I was surprised that they made Bucky a co-lead or whatever. How did you feel about that? I feel like it made sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, <laughs> let's not forget, he was the co-lead in Captain America Winter Soldier. His name is in the title. Correct. But I would expect now that Sam's winner, Captain America, they would have made him the lead and Bucky like the, the co-star or side character or whatever you want to call it or whatnot. So I was a little surprised. Do you think it says less faith in Anthony Mackie? When you look at that situation, <coughs> what do you think, Chloe? No, I, I mean, think he played. I though. think he played his role how he needed to. Like I, I honestly liked Winter Soldier. Um, Me too. And Falcon, and it made it built his intrigue, um, because you want to know more about his character. Um, I think it was a good Coley because I didn't feel like I missed anything. I want to know more about when he was like. The Winter Soldier, like so, I would have liked to see more like flashbacks on when he was like 
you know, his backstory instead of like the present story. So Gosh. I think that it kind of like set it set him up for that. Interesting. That would actually be a, a great spinoff to see those years where he was doing all that damage. Then you could have a lot of characters come back. It's a great idea. Club. Yeah. In context, like I want to see him because, you know, they alluded to that a lot in the series, especially when he met up with. um, What's the guy's name? So Isaiah, Isaiah Brown. No, the guy, the bad guy. Zemo. Zemo. So when oh, he yeah. met up with Zemo, Zemo was like, yeah, you remember and I know the the passwords to make you crazy. And it was like, I wanted to see him like really get crazy. Well, well then I think we should probably watch Winter Soldier again. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, you should watch <laughs> Captain America with a soldier. That, I loved it. I loved that version of him more than anything, actually. So he's dope. And I don't know the last time you've seen that club, but yeah. it's been a while. So like, okay, so I've, I've watched basically all the Marvel movies, but they all are like a blur. So, like, oh. I need to, like, sit down. Even Black Panther is becoming a blur to me right now. Like, if I don't nah. watch something for a while, I forget things. But then oh, as yeah. I'm watching it, I remember again, like, oh, yeah, that did happen. So, like, I need to, like, rewatch. You know what? Watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, it'll it'll actually make that watching that movie again better for you. Okay. You should go back and watch Captain America the Winter Soldier. And it'll give me I, more context to the show. More context. Yeah, even more. So Okay. So that's on my to-do list when I have time. <laughs> So when you watch, I watched it. I think two years ago. Okay, and I watched it five years or so before, and I was like, "Damn, this movie really is." It's, the, it's my number one. But I think number two movie on my list. Like it's really? that good. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> See, even so. when I watched the Snyder Cut, I remember the first movie, but I barely remembered it. But when I was watching the Snyder Cut, I was like, "This looks familiar." Like I kind of remember this part. I kind of don't. I don't know. I need to. I need to catch up on stuff. My memory uh, for certain things is not that keen. Yeah, usually I find problems with movies, even though I like movies. I can find something or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can find a ton and without without remorse, right? But <laughs> but um, but like Captain America: The Winter Soldier, I I couldn't find a problem. Okay, find a problem. that's kind of how I feel about the um uh the uh the group. And uh, the rock. Oh, Guardian, Guardians, Guardians one, yeah. I love, that, I love that movie. That's like I could watch that too. over and over, and I saw that in the it's movies a, the first time. But yeah, yeah. surprisingly, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm thinking that Josh talked about this too. The Eternals, they're talking about that might be that great too. So I'm looking forward to that as well. And that's uh, November. November, yeah, November fifth, I believe. So we mm-hmm. saw uh, in the that. Marvel trailer that really got Tony, you know, really excited. The uh, when they talked about all their films coming through in the next couple of years, so they had a little little glimpse into that and the actors and how they would look. I'm still, you know, I'm still in the dark about the backstory, but I prefer to have it that way so I can learn about it in the in the film. Um, yeah, I think because Guardians was that way for me. I had no idea about the Guardians, right? Mm-hmm. What you're talking about. I know who they were, what the hell's going on. And I went there because it was a Marvel film and I want to keep with the continuity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I, I I left that movie like blown away. Like, wow, this is really good. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping Eternals is that same thing for me. You know, I'm learning a little bit about their powers and, you know, just kind of who they are. And they're, you know, um, you know, basically came from the Celestials, but not a lot. So I'm getting the whole story. And whatnot, mm-hmm. So absolutely and i felt the oh we definitely need a silver surfer film done correctly thousand percent mr urban world and i did appreciate how 
that they're going to connect. Well, they thought about connecting WandaVision with Doctor Strange, but I had that same feeling about Doctor Strange when I first saw it. It was better than I anticipated. They, you know, like you said, they always exceed your expectations. But I feel like that's because Kevin Feige is managing people's expectations. So when you go into it, then it's like, oh, it's a lot better than I thought. And I feel like then the trailer really does its job because it gets you anticipated without giving away too much. We already know Marvel is keeping things close to the vest. And do you think it would may would have made WandaVision better with Doctor Strange? Because I think it was fine without it, but I would be curious to see what it would look like with his involvement. I mean, I think you would have made um, probably the huge um, comic fans happy, but I don't think it would do anything for the casual fans. I don't think it needed Doctor Strange. Now, his reasoning is weird, but I do feel like that... Um, that uh, they didn't need it to be better. I think I think One Division was an amazing piece of, you know, TV show just to build up to One Division, the theories, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I think it was amazing, and it took place over like three days in a small town. So to just sort of have that type of scope show and that little bit of a, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, the, the small realm, I think was dope. But um, I don't think it needed it. I'm kind of happy they saved it because then when he comes to his movie and she's in that movie, mm-hmm. I think it'll make it even it'll make it even better and whatnot. So. So do you think they'll have a WandaVision season two or you think that's it? No, that's done. I think the next time we'll see her will be either in Spider-Man um, uh, No Way Home or Doctor Strange 2, which she's already definitely going to be in that. She's already filming that with him, something like that. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fine. Because I think, first of all, the Vision part, right? <laughs> that's gone, right? Because the Vision is gone. And then no, he's not the, gone. Well, you got the white Vision, but... I don't know what the hell's up with that. That's going to be the same storyline when they bring back um, Iron Man. Okay. All right. I can see that. I would not. Um, but I think now, okay, Josh, let me let me answer this differently. I don't think there'll be a WandaVision season two before before she's in Doctor Strange. Okay. Her story might continue after Doctor Strange. Or maybe it continues and then Doctor Strange is in there with her and then the movie comes out. No, nah, I see the Doctor Strange movie coming out first, and then her show. Mm-hmm. He might be in her show, but Benedict Cumberbatch is not an easy get, right? You, you got to pay him much more for a TV show. That's the other problem too. And you do have to, you have to Elizabeth Olsen. So you know, you got to watch the budget. Question, question, question. So you don't think that with Disney mer- having the online platform and the movie theater capacity that they have in their contracts that they have to appear on television and shows? I mean, they might moving forward, but you got to remember Benedict Cumberbatch. He's been out since what 2016. So they didn't have a Disney Plus then, so I don't think they had it back then. But they may have it. You know, with the newer people signing up, I feel like they will have it because they want They don't want that same problem that Star Wars has with um, who's the black guy in Star Wars? Josh Lando. Um, no, no, no. The new, oh, the new Finn. One. Right, John, like, John Boyega. Reviewed. Where he's like, no, I'm not doing no Disney Plus. That's not, mm-hmm. I'm not ever doing that. And then whatever like that. So they don't want to have that problem. So I feel like that they might, they're probably going to have it in the contracts moving forward. Like, you sign up for a movie, you got to do Disney Plus. Yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, they have to do that. Like, it'd be silly for them not to. And by the way, they got Benedict from TV playing Sherlock. He did a brilliant job in that, as did Martin O'Neill, who's also in the MCU as Ross. Which which is going to be interesting. So I'm curious to see if he's going to be involved in She Hulk at all. If there's going to if he's going to turn into, if he's yeah. going to turn into the Red Hulk, you, you never know. 
Yeah, I think I, I think there will be. I don't think better to have a problem with. It. I think that he gonna want his money. No <laughs> because it's still better than coming back. But I, I have my money. If he doesn't, I mean, I just know, you know, whatever. But I, I, I don't know if WandaVision will come back. I hope it does because it was so great. I think Loki, they already said, gonna have a season two as well. So, um, you know, I think uh, the mix back and forth uh, will, will kind of work. But then you got to watch really what you don't want to give on TV because you'd rather it be in the movies. You got to be real right. careful with that. I mean, in the trailer, they said, see you at the movies. <laughs> they really, that, that's okay. I want to talk about that too. That trailer was all about getting back in the movie theater and whatnot. Like, they really, even the part where they showed the people in the theater watching Endgame and their reactions. And that was, and, and, and if you listen to, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the creator of uh, Marvel, uh, Stan Lee. His whole speech was about togetherness and having this uh, experience of happiness and joy together. So his whole speech was saying, I want us together watching movies, not watching them at home. So this was like a uh, subliminal message to, for Marvel to say, we want to see you guys at the theater and whatnot for our movies. I thought it was interesting how they did that. I ain't sitting in no crowded movie theater. I mean, I hear you. I'm just saying, but I think what they're trying to also let you know is that after Black Widow, if that doesn't change already, but you have no choice. It's not going on Disney Plus or whatever. It's going to be at the theater. Absolutely. Eventually, it'll be on Disney Plus. Honestly, I think they're going to do what they did before and incorporate the the films into the TV shows, kind of like how they did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when Captain America Winter Soldier was first coming out. It had his little uh for, it had his first teaser clip on his, as a commercial on the show, but they also they incorporated the storyline into the show. So I think that's what we're all anticipating even more so. I mean, we've already confirmed it with Falcon and Winter Soldier and it's only going to continue going on. So I, I can't wait to to see what they do with it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, definitely. But um I, like like Widow would be on Disney Plus for thirty bucks, but I, they already said after that, that's it. Like we're back to theaters. Um, I think it's, I think it's, you know, the, the spectrum of it all. I heard this guy yesterday, right? On um, I watched on YouTube, uh, Life Games. Shout out to Lamont from Life Games. And he was saying that you know he's got this eighty inch thing and his speakers this and that, blah blah blah, for his house. And I get it, that's fine. But I think Marvel is really like Feige, especially that in-game reaction where everybody gets psyched up when Cap gets the uh, more millionaire, that's what he wants. He wants that, you know, togetherness feeling of, you know, the whole theater getting robbed up. And I don't see, like, like I said, after Black Widow, it's going to be going to have, but anyway, it's not even Black Widow. Even now, um, I didn't even realize this, uh, what is it? A Quiet Place 2 is theaters only. That's a huge sequel. That comes out in 20th of this month. So it's like these people are like, listen, we're done with the streaming stuff or whatever, like for these movies. And I think streaming also gives them another avenue to create anticipation and marketing, which I think is great as well, because it, it'll build that that longing for the content. Because I feel like after we see Black Widow and we see her you know, sister, she's eventually going to take over her role in the MCU. And that can be its own show on Disney Plus to give some backstories for certain characters who may not warrant a film yet i think the back and forth is dope i like the fact they have a place to put tv shows to build onto movies but 
you know, the actual movie, cinematic movies, they got to go in theaters. It doesn't really work. Absolutely. And before we go to mental theater news at warp speed, any final comments? Uh, I like the tri- I like the title for the new Black Panther too. I don't know if that's on the Warp Speed News or whatever like that. Wakanda Forever. But, uh, Wakanda Forever. I think it's. I think. I think that title's also subliminal, or whatever. I think it's letting you know that you know this is what um, Chadwick meant to us and T'Challa, and they will stay in our hearts forever. But it's kind of our way to pay tribute and move on to the same movie. So I think that Feige it always knows what he's doing with these titles, with whatever he reveals, stuff like that. Um, I think that. Oh, go ahead. You want to comment on that? So. <laughs> so yes, to continue Miguel's point, our first topic is Killmonger in Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever. So Miguel, what do you think his possible role, which is, is they're kind of teasing it, but they're kind of saying, you know, we're not sure yet, or. Maybe not, even though he signed on to do, you know, bits in the what if and other projects in Marvel as that role. Yeah, you know, you find that there were Marvels always multiple movies or multiple uh, appearances, I guess, so to speak. So it's definitely going to be in what if. I feel like he'll be in the um, ancestral plane, like T'Chaka and whatnot. And I think they'll maybe use him as some sort of bridge or maybe he'll when like Shuri or somebody will go talk to him and get his view, why his views were the way they were and whatnot. And maybe they'll understand where he was coming from more so how to, how they move with the mantle. So I think he'll be like, have like, I like not a huge, he'll not, probably the same as T'Chaka, like any essential plane, like, you know, a few minutes here and there and whatnot. And I think Michael B. Jordan don't have a problem with that because that don't take no time to, for, for that and stuff like that. I know he's super busy and whatnot. So I think it'll be something like that. I think he's not dead. I think he's hanging on to the cliff or something. No, I understand what you're saying. I agree. But as we saw, he had already collapsed and he didn't go over the yeah. cliff. So no, he could easily put the, the Goyu beads in him, just like he did Ross, that saved him from a, a direct gunshot to the sternum. <laughs> and he was, a, he was able to survive. So I, I'm quite sure he's on ice. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. Nobody dies. Like, who dies? But that's the thing. He's not, like, if they put him in the ancestral plane, he's dead to real life. But he's still not dead to us. We can still see him and talk to him. Like, like to talk to him. No, I understand what you're saying, Miguel. But to me, that's the version of the Force Ghost. I don't want to see Killmonger as a Force Ghost. I want to see Killmonger as like an Anakin Skywalker in real life. I want to see him. <laughs> I want to see him doing some more action and damage. To me, that's that would be the most uh, interesting part. And now that I'm thinking about it, with the continuity issues, depending on what <laughs> Ryan does with <clears throat> T'Challa's role. So he has to be in the ancestral plane. Like, how can he not be there? You would have to recast just for that. Okay, That's so true. so apparently, I just googled it. <laughs> um, it says later, Claw, the same man responsible for the death of Killmonger's family, resurrected him in a battle against T'Challa once again. No, is this old? I mean, that could have been <laughs> in the comic books, but this version of Claw was actually killed by. To, uh, by Eric Killmonger I think that he's going to come back alive And then die again Like I think they're going to resurrect him I don't think he's done 
I don't think he's done either. But and I don't think he's gonna be in the ancestral plane. I it, think he's gonna be like based by based on the the technology that we saw with the Wakandans already with vibranium. I there, there's I can't see how a knife wound would kill him. <laughs> I wouldn't shame. say it would kill. I, I wouldn't <laughs> say it would kill him. My only thing is that at that moment it felt like they had a conversation about because I remember T'Challa said I could save you and he was like no. And I feel like the shadow will respect his wishes at that moment. And again, that's fair. Warrior to warrior. I understand that point, Miguel. I respect it. But at the end of the day, the child is king. He can do whatever the fuck he want. It's Wakanda. <laughs> and they need him. He's an asset. He, he, but he is an asset, really. And if you think about it, they could put him under the same watch as the White Wolf and try to talk to him as a person, try to gauge the intellect okay this is your motivation this is your ethos this is your philosophy for doing what you're doing let's do it a different way change by the end of the movie like he died fighting for what he believed in and whatnot right they still got to give him the so maybe he went to the ancestral plane and learned some things and came back yes okay 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 that's good i can work with that yeah maybe he went to the ancestral plane and then and then um t'challa went there because he's dead and they had a conversation and then one of them had to come back, and Killmonger came back. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could, or he could talk to T'Chaka, you know, the father, whatever, like that. Um, but either way, I think that 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 kind of works. Or or uh, Zuri, who he loved as a kid, and he wound up killing or whatever, right? Uh, Forrest Whitaker's character or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But that's the other thing, though. He killed Wakandans or whatever. So how do they forgive that? Uh, the same way they forgive the White Wolf. Okay, and he's actually he actually is the Wakandan, <laughs> right? Yeah. He, he has the tattoo, he has the birthmark. So, yeah, but the White Wolf didn't kill Wakandans, actually. But but people. but it's a warrior society. They decide the king based on a battle. Surely they okay with a little, you know, <laughs> little, little rumble. It's all it's all business, right? That's that's true. <laughs> what not? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can see it. You asked me, I, I think that. Because, you know, when I look at, like, okay, how to bring him back, um, Alfred Molina and Spider-Man and stuff right. like that from, from the moment he died. But remember, he died to help Peter save Mary Jane. So he had already changed by the end of the movie. So when they bring him back, he'll be changed already. I felt like that. Uh, But see, this is why I don't think so. Only because, especially in cinema, especially in the MCU, when you die, kind of like how spoiler alert how phil Coulson did and uh right. and not only in agents of shield but also in the avengers they have technology some alien technology probably from the uh, scroll to keep you alive or <laughs> vibranium in this case and it's going to alter you as a person a little bit it's going to alter your psyche a little because it's alien technology you think everybody's coming back iron man <laughs> iron man is coming back I, I mean, he, he's certainly going to be in what if, but in nah, terms he's of going to come back. I just I read the spoiler alert. He's coming back. I mean, they, they cloned uh, his body. OK. And he's a technology. He's te- he is a techie. He got all his memory stored so, in a chip, basically like vision. So he can upgrade his consciousness. I get yeah, you. He's Transcendence. Gonna upload his I got conscience you. into his new body, which is probably going to be. The Iron Man suit. I think it's just going to be the Iron Man suit, similar to Vision, to your point. I think it's just going to be a robotic suit because that is the only way you can really cheat death yeah. is with, is with you know, the like transhumanist theory. Because yes. Vision can't die. 
Okay, that makes sense too. Do you think deaths though aren't as impactful? They keep coming back over and over again. No, no, because that's the nature of comic books. How many times Superman died? Came back. People want them to come back after they die. It's like, woo, he's back. (laughs) It's like we don't know. We don't know if this is going to be the last time he dies. Like, is this his final death? And and absolutely. And just to bring it full circle to both of yours point in the beginning of the show, it's kind of like when you talked about how people would feel about a superhero in real life. Like you would complain about them like, Oh, you stopped my car. Da, 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 da. But if they died, not only would people cry, they would miss them and appreciate them. They erect statues. So I think it's always a brilliant way to talk about the parallels between life and death, because when they miss you, you're gone. But when you're there, they'll complain about you. And I feel like Marvel and DC, they do a great way with weaving that into the storytelling. So I think that that epitomizes comic books at its soul. So you want Killmonger to be like less if he's not Black Panther, right? But to be like a partner, like helping out. Oh no, 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 no! I think he should be the Black Panther. I think he okay, should okay, become okay. king, but he should be Eric Killmonger and take his throne with the, with his genes. That's just me. Is that what you think, too, Chloe? Mm, I'm open. Or we think he would be like a help, not like a partner to Shuri or somebody else. I'm- I don't know if he'd be a partner. He doesn't seem like a partner type of person. He's mad alpha, so gotcha. it would have to be like him with help from someone else. <laughs> exactly, because because you have to go by the powers. He still took the uh, the uh, plant, the flower, absolutely, sure. yeah. So which you know the is the origin of Cap Super Serum. Took the earth, right mom. with a more uh let's say a pure <laughs> a pure is a pure leaf right yeah. <laughs> wait 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 i have a i have a storyline for you go ahead he took the yeah. herb he died he took the herb man he died they need to resurrect him and use his blood to produce some more herbs because he's the last he's the last he one burned it up yeah. yeah he burned it up so they probably have to bring him back alive to well, harvest his blood to make some more herbs not, again that's fair however i don't think this herb is in you know weak supply in wakanda i think that was one patch he may have burned <laughs> but come on with all the, with all this technology i think i think it's probably more on like a mountain somewhere exactly you know I mean? but i'm sure there's more somewhere in in wakanda or not. i mean you can't it's probably not just like like localized like that or whatever you know. Absolutely, and they probably use hybrids with vibranium with the seeds to grow even stronger ones. Come on, come on. She got some in her in her uh, in the lab already. And I'm 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 not gonna lie. I'm very curious to see Angela Bassett's character now because she had just learned that her brother was murdered by her husband. So I can't wait to see her character development with this all together. Her brother. Oh, that was her brother. I thought it was. I thought it was the husband's brother. I thought. It, I thought. I thought. I thought. To, I thought that was Shaka's brother, not her brother. Oh yeah, you're what right. It? See, but it's still. See, it, it's still need, his auntie, though. We need to watch yeah. this movie again, y'all. <laughs> I know. <the> movie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch it again. Me and Josh. Josh There's even more to the movie because if you go back and watch, uh, if you watch um, um, Age of Ultron, right? Because that's what Claw was first at, and. Where they uh speak about Wakanda because remember Ultron when he got the vibranium and there's this scene where they're reading about Claw and it says that T'Chaka killed Claw's grandfather. Right, that. That's why Claw always wanted to get back at him because they killed his grandfather first. Actually. And he wanted the vibranium, but yes, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Revenge so, is a dish best yeah. served cold. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why he was obsessed with the Wakandas. Petty <laughs> gang. I'm killing your whole... I'm burning all the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, nah, it's a great movie. Like, the scene what really got me, honestly, was... Not a lot of scenes or whatever, but the fact that the Forrest Whitaker character was the same one as he, that was there with the uncle the whole time and that he was with like that like that that parallel was kind of dope to me or whatever like that so you know we'll see or whatnot i mean hey next year we're kind of forever this is gonna be in the summertime that's gonna be um in july i think it's gonna be so huge oh, it's like gonna be in july time. they should have so they should have put it out on juneteenth speaking of juneteenth we're gonna do a cookout yeah. we're planning a cookout for juneteenth so where um, that is to be determined. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. <laughs> TBD. TBD. <laughs> but it's gonna be outside. And, That's the and number this is one all, requirement. This is all alleged at the moment. It's alleged, but it's gonna be outside, socially distanced, and That's we're gonna wear uh, you know, culturally shirts. appropriate. We I was thinking maybe shirts, but then I'm also thinking we should just wrap our rep our uh our culture as best as we know how. So you wear your best outfit that represents you and your blackness on June 10th. Juneteenth. Okay. And it's on a Saturday okay. this year, so you feel okay, I'll Mr. Urban World he gonna drive to Jersey. Wait, where do, where does he live again, Miguel? Uh, I think it's North, right? Is it like Boston? Okay. Well, I'm gonna say this is when he said that the name of that uh that burger joint that he was going to that ain't in New Jersey or Philly. So he probably in Maryland or like Florida. Okay, okay. I thought it was north. Actually. You said where? <laughs> so, I thought it was north, like three hours north. Oh, in so Boston? I where you at, Mr. Urban World? Yeah, where you at, bro? He in the urbans around the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And then, Miguel, did you hear that the Rogue One director, Gareth Edwards, is returning to direct a sci-fi film called True Love with... John David Washington, who's blowing up right now. I have not. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I have heard about this, and I think it's going to be good too. Um, I'm actually supposed to do a a review. Um, I know it's late, but with my friends, we're doing a tenant review next week or whatever on on his channel. My boy Chris actually shouts out to Chris on a show called Brews with the Crew. Um, but but uh, yeah. Oh, he's, wait, where's he? Indiana. Indiana. Indiana Jones. Hmm. Really? Okay. This is all alleged, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so have you? So are you close to Indianapolis? Have you been? Have you been to Long's Donuts in Indianapolis? See, Mister Irvoy, you done did it. Mike has so many questions now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'll get back to you later, Mister. <laughs> but um, no, uh, yeah, I, I like I like John David Washington. I, I love he's dope. Uh, there's a lot I like about him. Uh, I think that uh, Tenet was not his fault or whatever. This fault, <laughs> Tenet, even though it was a good movie, <laughs> but which is um, also on HBO Max now. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Correct. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the fact that he's blowing up and stuff like that. I could have seen him as the child, honestly, and been cool with that. But mm. um, I think that uh, you don't think so. Cool. Mm, he's more like action, realistic movies for me. I don't think I could see him as like a. I don't know. I mean, he is Denzel's son, so he could do whatever. But his father never really did any like fantasy stuff. I think uh, 
he might be too short for Chloe to believe him on screen. But that's just yes. Me. They be- he- well, I don't know because Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's camera trick. I, and I agree. Like, that, that's why I don't pay too much attention to it. So it's whatever. but also Tom Cruise didn't really play any fantasy stuff either. He was action like I'm a soldier or I'm a spy or I'm a you know person. Hey, real. hey, Tom Hardy is five nine and was Bane and Chip Bruce Wayne on screen. They can make it. Look, however it needs to look. And look, and look menacing. That's <laughs> Tom Hardy. That's bad. So That's I'm just saying, like, I think the camera tricks always work. Oh, 55 minutes to an hour from, uh, the from home the home alone. alone. <laughs> you got landmarks too, huh? That's hilarious. I didn't know that was in Indianapolis. Oh, it's in Chicago. Never mind. Um, Kevin? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, uh, with John David Washington, I do, you know, like him as an actor. I, you know, I was big on ballers even when that, you know, first came out the whole time. Yes, so. sir. Uh yeah, so I'm excited about you know him getting more roles. And getting more I could see him in a horror movie, mm. but I can't see him in like Marvel, Illinois. You can't see him in a horror movie for real. I don't see him in. I, I like what you're saying. In action. I like um. You know, it could be in some 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 black drama or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like a drama horror movie. I'm talking about like a black horror movie. Isn't um, who's who's coming out with a horror movie? Uh, Candyman coming out this. Uh, Candyman's coming out, but who's the director? And I'm like, oh, they're doing horror movies now. Oh, Jordan Peele? No, no, not, not Jordan Peele. He's the you know everyone thinks of Jordan Peele. It's another. Let me say, I had to Google this. Hmm. And it's someone that I didn't expect to be a horror filmmaker, black horror film directors. But by the way, Miguel, I mean, I think everyone really liked Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One is one of the best uh, Star Wars movies they made, like the newer, the newer versions, I think. Like, it's, um, I, I'm, I'm excited about that. That's going to lead to the, um, you know, the Cassian Endor series also from Rogue One. So, oh, I'm, absolutely. Uh, I'm, but I'm saying the director is collaborating with John David Washington on yeah, this new project. I think yeah. that's going to be great to see them collaborate. I think it'll be great too. I think a sci fi film, um, will kind of, uh, expand. His range as well, because he haven't he hasn't done that yet. So you don't I think Tenet was a sci-fi film? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, what? It was definitely a, a sci-fi. It was just very realistic sci-fi. But that's Chris, yeah, but that's work, Christopher bro, Nolan. That's Christopher Nolan. I agree. But when, when I see sci-fi, I'm thinking like space. I guess. Oh, it's Saw. Who's doing the new Saw movie? Spiral. Uh, Chris Rock. I mean, he's not directing it, but he's in it. Oops, sorry, that was me. Um, what'd you say? Chris Rock. I mean, he's not directing, but he's in it. But uh, in I don't it, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe that's who I was thinking of. Chris Rock. He's in it, so he's like a main character. He just, he just started a movie. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what I was thinking of. So he's not the director. The director is Darren Lynn Bousman. He's not. Mm, interesting. Which also is only a theater spiral, by the way, in a couple of weeks. So another one. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see how this only a movie theater stuff go. And you know what? Maybe they'll do drive-in movie th- movie theaters because I'll look to that. Like I'll see that. Uh, we'll see. I think Fast and Furious Nine is going to be the biggest test for only in theaters because Fast Series is a huge uh, franchise and that a lot of people are not going to want to wait the three weeks or whatever it is to go buy it 
at home, not even for free. I think they're going to go see it in the theaters. So awesome. I mean, I think they're going to test it out this summer because people are people have cabin. Oh, yeah. People have cabin fever and people are going to take risks and go places. So mm. um, that's true. I think that they're probably trying to release it in the summertime really quick. So just in case there's another lockdown, it doesn't happen. <laughs> they got their money and then, and then shut it down, you know? Well, I know what Josh is thinking. I'm thinking the same thing. I hope that, you know, by the time uh, Bond comes out, that, you know, we can still see things in theaters at that time. Hopefully it doesn't shut down. Yes. I mean, probably not. I think it's probably going to be one of those things where the vaccine may re- be required because that's the plan in Europe right now for uh, for fans to come back to professional sporting arenas. So, really? so mm. we've actually been ahead of them in terms of having fans back for like NFL, even though it's minimal and, and you know, NBA and whatnot. But they would actually come back uh, fully, but with everyone being vaccinated. What studio makes Bond? No time to die. Uh, M- MGM. Oh, yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so they don't have a streaming service either then. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. So they, they definitely need, the, the Bond exists in theaters only. We all know this. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of wonderful actors and, you know, a person who was actually in Black Panther probably is going to be in Wakanda forever. The gentleman who just won an Oscar for his portrayal as Fred Hampton and Judas and the Black Messiah, Daniel Kaluuya. I love Daniel Kaluuya, man. I I, I think he's so dope. Um, I I do now. Now this this is this is a two parts, you know, for me. I love Daniel Kaluuya. I love him and everything that he's done so far. Um, I do uh, even Black Panther, like he had a smaller role, but you know, like they actually added him to the billing after Get Out because it was so good because he wasn't even the original billing. So, and they wish they would have kept his role bigger because there's more scenes with him and Okoye and showing their love together that they didn't put in the movie. Mm -hmm. But um, I, but I don't, I really don't. I'm really starting to get tired of uh, British actors playing black historical roles or whatever like that. Even though I love him, I think he did a wonderful job as Fred Hampton. I wish that would have went to a black American actor. That's just my personal. I mean, what's the difference? Uh, What the difference is because there are black American actors who, I guess, number one, they, they are good enough who can do it, number one. Uh, number two, um, because they it's almost like um, they're coming over and taking the roles from us. And then number three, when they play these black historical roles from American and American struggle, it's almost like they didn't live it or they didn't have the same concept of it. So they're really just playing a role and whatnot because they weren't here when it was happening. I said they didn't have their own thing, but you know, Daniel Kaluuya never, he, he probably studied about Fred Hampton and whatnot, rather than like, you know, his dad or mom was there with the freaking people protesting or whatever like that. It was like, this is a difference to me. And I understand that point, Miguel, because we talk about this a lot on a new year radio or food for the culture, because they have some outstanding actors and actresses from the UK. So big up to them, shout out to them who are doing phenomenal phenomenal things. And we can see by how many awards they're getting, Lupita Luongo, things like that for 12 years of slave. But I guess it's uh, 
And I know a lot of people in the UK who are black have a lot of respect for someone like Dr. Umar Johnson and how his, his, I guess, philosophy on how Hollywood portrays us specifically and us being African-Americans. However, they're going to, as you said, Miguel, look to give these roles to people who aren't black Americans, even though they're playing black Americans. Right. That's my only issue. And, and I think because Chloe is happening so much, it's not like it's a one off. Uh, you know, uh, the girl who played um, Harriet Tubman, she's a British actress and whatnot. The, like, the lady, like who, the lady, the, the mom and them is actually British as well. So who who are you mad at specifically? That's my real question. Oh, not Daniel Kaluuya. He's he gonna take the role. He gonna he gonna knock it up the park. And I, I'm and I'm glad to, he took it. To be honest, all yeah. roles. Yeah. I'm John Hollywood, the studios. You know, all of it. I don't. Are, are they trying to say we're not good enough? Are they trying to say that we're? Um, I don't know. It's just I just I'm more mad at them. Oh, also, Jodie Turner Smith. Both characters. I mean, not both characters. But Jodie Turner Smith, um, who was in, who's in, uh, you know, without remorse, who was also in. Right. If you watch, um. What what's the movie? Uh with her and Daniel Kaluuya uh came out last year. Queen of Slim. Queen of Slim. They're okay. both British and whatnot. And they play these black Americans <laughs> who are going through this like, you know, black race time going through New Orleans and Florida and stuff like that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. why are we gonna get two black Americans and whatnot? So stuff like that. And to be fair to the cast, of obviously Lakeith Stanfield was in Judas and the Black Messiah. So correct. Yeah, so I, I guess he's kind of the the uh, illustration of the point that Miguel is making. And I, I certainly agree with. But again, I'm not going to be upset that people who look like me win in Oscars. But I'm gonna, but I am going to be like, well, hey, what about the opportunity? This is why I was happy that both Chadwick and Michael B. Jordan got to be in that in, in Black Panther, because usually those roles would typically, especially in franchises, usually the franchise roles for black players usually go to black British people mm-hmm. do you think yeah, it's because do. of their connections i think it's because they're wonderful actors first that that's the first part and the role obviously is for a person of african descent that's the second part now is is kind of as miguel is saying or as dr umar is alleging there's only certain roles available for us right. in these studios yeah. mm-hmm. and perhaps they may want and to to be fair, it's wonderful marketing because then you have someone from a different country get that country involved in our support. So I, I I understand it from that aspect, but it does beg the question because it, it is as Mike is talking about. It kind of says, are there no actors of any worth with any acting chops from Africa uh, from who's African American and from America who has these roots for the stories that they're telling? So it's kind of like. You growing up and how proud would it be for someone who had an association with the, you know, like the Black Panthers and who who had uh, grandparents or whoever, like any type of family members who was part of that involvement, who lived through these traumatic events in our history. I think it it would certainly mean more, especially for us, but for us as a whole, as a global whole, I always think it's fantastic when uh, a black person gets to show how great they are at their craft. That's why I said I'm gonna make two points. I, I I agree with you on that, and I agree with you on the other point. Like this, this, I mean, two things can be true, as I always say. So I do like Daniel Kaluuya. I'm happy for that, but I just wish some Black American could. Because again, if you're a Black person going to acting school right now and whatnot, and you and that's huge. You know what I'm saying? You want to be an actor and and, and or 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 actress. You already got to complete compete with the white Americans for a lot of these roles, stuff like that. And now you got to add British 
whites and then British blacks to play the same black role you would have gotten. So I feel like that's the hard part. And the part that they have an American accent. So that that's that's already that's yes. the that's the part number one number two with respect I, it could have happened already but you don't see it happen as prevalently as it happens here there's no uh, roles that are in uh, in the UK for black people that black Americans are getting either no it, it, I don't know if it's happened at all because I feel like the UK like you know how the UK are if you put a black American on BBC doing a British accent I think the <laughs> the UK people would. Would storm the um the, the, the palace and stuff like that, like being upset and whatnot. So I just think I, I know you're laughing, Floyd, but it's it's like it's, I'm laughing that you said they would storm the palace. <laughs> and this is all this is all <laughs> metaphorical. <laughs> That's borderline. Because it wasn't the capital, right? So the palace, yeah, they stormed the, the palace. <laughs> but I just think over there, they're way more serious about like. If a, a, a American took a role using a British accent on BBC, let's say, or something like that, and that that's where you know Tyler Perry comes into play, and that's why we need we need more film directors, and that's where you know the change begins. And, and look be, at yeah. Donald, like look at Donald Glover, and that's what's happening with television shows. Like look at Donald Glover, look at Issa Rae. I agree. Their characters, yeah. they, you know, those are those are shows that are promoting black actors. So and it's, you know, the black American perspective. And because they're creators of that show, they have creative control of who they want to be in there. Even Shonda Rhimes, like, you know, regardless of the content and the messages sending, you're still giving opportunities to black African-Americans to be actors. Now, if you're, you know, a director that's from European descent, why wouldn't you want a black British person versus a black American person. And then that's again, that's a wonderful point. And I guess I appreciate that Ryan Coogler was given that position to direct. So that that's a great point for bringing up the other aspects of filmmaking. So I, I do appreciate that as well. And the yeah, creative because process him being from Oakland, I feel like, you know, he's got, he's deeply rooted in the American struggle. Let's say, I feel like that he's going to always try to make predominantly roles for black um, American leads or co-leads like Michael B. Jordan and, uh, and uh, Chadwick Boseman and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he's got a different aspect. Of course, Daniel Kaluuya could be in the movie, or maybe have a smart poll, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, rather than being the lead and stuff like that. So I think you saw that with Spike Lee, right, when he was doing his thing. I think you see that with uh, Antoine Fuqua, right, same thing and whatnot. So I feel like what Chloe's saying, more directors, more studios, more people doing our own thing, I think they'll be more... Um, more enlightened and knowledgeable to say, you know what, let's get some black American people and let's get them parts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. you know, right? And I, as I said, they look like me, so I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I just want to see people who've, who, who, a little girl who I went to school with who wanted to be an actor or actress not get turned down just because she's, you know, or not even turned down because she's black, but has to compete with another person on top of everybody else and whatnot. She got going in with a British been. accent and, you know, pretend. <laughs> <laughs> with a British passport, apparently. Get dual citizenship yeah. if you want it that bad. And you know the the climate. You feel me? She got a passport, black, a black British. <laughs> now, again, to be fair, again, we're not saying that we're unhappy about this, and we're not saying that British actors who are black don't have acting chops. We think they have phenomenal acting chops, and we've seen it multiple times. We're going to see it in the future, and we're happy about that. But I will say, to their credit, I would say the acting. Uh, 
the path of an actor in the UK is a bit stronger than I would say in America, just because of the history that dates back to Shakespeare. And they really take that craft incredibly serious. And, uh, and that's why I give a huge respect, which is why I know when these actors get these roles, they're going to do a phenomenal job. Which is why I think when they come with their headshots and their agents come, they get kind of a small leg up because they're already British. Then a black American actor, actress. Connections. There you go. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And also, to be fair, going back to the demographics of the studios as close point, they understand that kind of kind of like how I said before, when you have someone who is an international actor who can still have that same effect for the for the culture, so to speak, it kind of kills two birds, one stone. And from a demographic standpoint, I think it's it's uh, I think it's smart business and it also has a, a great uh, result in terms of the product. Mm-hmm. Money talk. I get it. And I, and I think it wasn't as prevalent before or maybe we didn't really notice it but i think over the last five or ten years you started really like damn why all these roles go to the same type of people whatever like that so we'll see how things go absolutely and again these actors are so incredible that you don't even know that they're british until they do the interview exactly i didn't know idris elba wasn't american nobody did people didn't know for years actually because he hit it and i think that that's another thing too that i mean i don't know if he hit it but it felt like he hit it because he's such a good actor i mean to me it felt like he hit it how did i not know it's like if you're you know i just feel like usually you know if someone well, what did you find out um when i found out he was a dj and i heard him speak that was like only a couple years ago that's crazy no he's been a dj for a while i think his origins was in djing but like okay okay uh, I got they can do our accent better than we could do theirs uh that's rubbish bruv isn't it mm depends on I mean I agree I, I kind of agree with that actually um a little bit and I feel like that's why if we try to be in one of their movies then we would get <laughs> would work out too well or not because they have little things about their accent like Jackie like Josh does rubbish or little words they say or, or just different type of uh mannerisms that we won't be able to pick up on absolutely time. language is a rhythm right so each you know go from city to state to area the country area the world is all about a rhythm and how you you know articulate how you feel at that time yeah definitely i mean andrew started using his um accent in more movies um around the time um i guess like uh, I think like 2009 or 10 or whatever like that. So I've kind of known for a while, but which is why he'll be a good Bond as well, stuff like that. So. He's he will be an amazing James Bond. He was in um in Hobbs and uh Shaw. He was Shaw and Hobbs. Yeah. He played. He was really good in that movie with his British accent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I like him better with his British accent. With his London accent, absolutely. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Exactly, he yes. Talk that talk. Don't speak like us. <laughs> speak like you. <laughs> <laughs> he could have gone far. I feel like they would go farther. I hear Daniel Kaluuya though in the movie using his British accent. Uh, his I didn't accent. even I'm know not. he was British. He definitely wow. used it in Black. Uh, excuse me, in Black Mirror. Okay, okay. Got oh, Black Mirror. Right. Yeah, Black Mirror has a lot of accents, but like, I, I. But then see, the thing is, maybe it's just me being biased. But when I see a black person with a British accent, I think that they're putting on the accent. That's not actually the accent. So like, I could, it could have been like I seen Idris Elba talking his natural accent, and I thought he was acting. Wow. Ish. So I know, right? 
<laughs> All right, just just for those who may not hear it, I've been blessed enough to go to the UK a bunch of times, live there in the summer, and I've been able to pick up the accent, but also the accent when they're uh, acting as an American. So there's a different tweak in how they pronounce certain words, and it may sound like they're a bit not. I don't. I don't, I don't want to say slow, but it's just like they're pronouncing it in a different a different way and a different rhythm and this different tonality than you would hear similar to the fact that if you're from that place, you're going to communicate like where you're from. That's just who you are. But when you're acting, you're always adding your own spin on it, like a representation of it. That's why it doesn't always sound, it doesn't sound right. It's just off. I'm not saying it's off putting, but it's not completely there. So like, it's definitely off. Yeah. You, well, you once you know, when you play Stringer Bell, listen, you can tell it with uh, Daniel Kaluuya. I, I, listen, I, I can hear the difference. Once you know, you can spot the difference, like a magic trick. Once right. you know where <laughs> where the coin is, you're going to see it every time. Exactly. But, but if you don't know and you're not expecting it, you know, I don't, I don't even think a lot of people know how many British actors are playing these roles. Like, exactly. I didn't I know. So it's kind of yeah. like maybe that's why it's not being addressed because no one's talking about it. Like, who go? I don't really go and like research the history of anyone who's an actor because I don't really but care. It's not that I've researched the history, but if they're going up, like Josh said, for interviews promoting the movie, bro, I don't watch the- interviews that promote nothing. Okay, okay, okay I see I'm the preview like, what- and the person in the movie, and I listen to how they talk, and I see the face like, oh, that's a black person. They're black. Oh, they put on a British accent. Like, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, maybe so I represent. So for you, if I tell they win the award for it, you hear the speech, and you're like, oh shit. Bruh, I, and I'm not watching award show, so like, I might never know for five years until I hear okay. "Man's Not Hot" on the radio, or like, you know. <laughs> Right. Bo- boasty like then I'm like oh he a rapper too okay you feel me and then I hear the accent in there but like you know now I know he has an accent so I can hear it when he's speaking um in our dialect but other than that if I didn't do my research or some I ain't hear from somebody I would have never know like I didn't know Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya how you say his name Kaluuya Kaluuya there's t- uh two use so but. I mean maybe his last name would give a hint away, but I don't know where Kaluuya's from. Kalu Kaluuya is from. Well, to, again, <laughs> but, but again, to be fair, sim- similar to Idris Alba with these, let's say, African origin names. Yes. Usually, that's a sign of someone being from the UK or from Africa. Like I don't know where well, you're well, from. No, 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 no. Also from <laughs> Africa, like Lupita, right? But usually, Africans and who are classically trained in acting usually go to England. If you know that context, yes. If you don't, you're like, oh, this of is course. an African actor. I think the closest point the average person doesn't know because there's people like Definitely I saw them shave room, the shave room, like like last year. Like it's just it's just not American. Like they still just found exactly. Mm-hmm. Like what you mean? Like, he and all really? American. He first of all, it's context, right? So if you're the average person, you're like, oh, he's in all the American movies with an American accent, so he must be an American. You're not you only be do like, that because you only watch American movies. He played Luther for nine years on BBC, right? But so, who's but, exactly? But I'm saying American citizens in the black community, right? Right. They will know that. Yeah, yeah. Who is not watching BBC? Right, I mean, right, that kind right. of BBC. But. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> so, but yeah. I think, and it's more about to me. I mean, roles are roles, but it's more about to me when they play historically black roles or people, um, especially in slavery. Right, like playing Harriet Tubman. I'm well, like, you, got a, you know, you who they, got a, you hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because you know who they wanted to play Harriet Tubman was it Sandra Bullock or somebody? Oh, oh, twenty years ago, yeah. <laughs> it was even worse. It was like I'm saying, like 
you feel me? Like, I think that it's just, it's we're in transition periods, okay? And they've done way worse. They had, they had Flex Anderson playing Michael Jackson. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and they had uh, Anthony Mackie playing Tupac. There's and worse things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe they messed it up for us. <laughs> Well, okay, (laughs) and that's another thing. I think it's um, another thing because at one point, you know, black actors and actresses were mad about rappers getting all these roles who weren't trained and stuff like that and whatnot. And now it's like moved on. So, so now that's another competition. I got to compete with rappers. Yep, Ice Cube because Ice Cube will. Okay. Ice Cube, Ice T, whoever you want to name, yep. Snoop Dogg, yep. Will Smith, Fifty Cent, yep. all of it, all of them, because <laughs> they they about that like, and guess what? They African American, so we got we got a, we got a little bit of the population. Maybe Who they're taking go to school. It so don't matter because they got money yeah. in there. Like they get money. Number one, number two, they're great actors. But Ice Cube is an amazing actor. Actor, if you did go to school for it, let's say Juilliard or whatever. You're like, I'm losing out to this guy who made a song? Because like, oh. in America, it don't matter if you went to school or not. Well, to be fair, uh, <laughs> Tupac did go to Juilliard as well. Okay. And he was an actor and a, a musician, so to be fair. Yeah. Okay, Tupac, yes. But most of them, Snoop didn't. I'll tell you that right now, whatever. Or Dre or whoever you want to say. So Listen. I just feel like it's just more competition. So maybe, so I have something. Yeah. So maybe it's not the British actors who are taking on the black roles. Maybe it's the black rappers comedians Joe's maybe they're taking too. the role maybe that's the real competition <laughs> no it's all competition it's just added competition but you're right you're right that too it's all of because then okay so if you think about that right because juilliard might be important or you know a school of acting might be important for a british actor but over here in america you don't even have to go to acting school to become a prominent actor Snoop Dogg's so acting and Baby Boy was so funny. <laughs> so Mr. Urban World said Snoop Dogg's acting in Baby Boy, which he got shot in the leg, spoiler alert, was so flawless that he should have been paid $20 million for that movie. Interesting. And Tyrese is in the... Like, think about all the movies that make money that black actors are in. They're Luda! Ludacris is a rapper. Tyrese is a singer. I know. Uh, and you heard like Samuel Jackson and Wesley Snipes. Other ones have huge complaints about all these roles going to rappers and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? First because of all, Samuel L. Jackson got no room to complain about nothing. Okay? Number one. Why? Because he doesn't. He has enough roles. Right, but he <laughs> but he went to acting school. Yeah, back in the, what, the 70s, the 60s? Doesn't matter. He went. <laughs> Just like everybody went to college back then, got great jobs, and now it's oversaturated. Like, bro, <laughs> your degree don't matter as much as it used to. Because there's it's too not, many people that have it. So like going to just because you're like, "Oh, I went to acting school. You should pay me 20 million dollars for a movie." Like, no. no they, shouldn't. they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. So it's no, like but, it's just based on your talent person, and your connections. If like you, okay, you're you're a teacher. If I came off the street and just said, you know what, I can teach this class, you'd be like, yo, wait, I know this is my role now. I'm just gonna let, let some guy teach somebody now. What am I Adapt or die. A, you will be upset. I'm, I'm gonna be upset. You can't in America. You can't be upset. In Britain, you might be able to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> but this is America. Don't catch you slipping. No. Look at look at Childish Gambino. He's a rapper slash director slash actor. Like these, they are the best representation of acting anyway because they have to have a persona twenty four seven. So you can't tell me they don't have acting skills. 
I didn't say they, well, hold, hold on. They all don't. Like Bow Wow, who we're talking about. Chat Moss does have acting skills. Mm. And he's been, <laughs> and, and, you know, he for the right movie, <laughs> for the right movie, he does. He been little Bow Wow. You got to act like a person your whole life. That's not you. Okay. I'm just, all I'm saying is that if you've worked your whole life to be something and then went to school for it mm-hmm. and, and hope to try to, try to, try to do this out but to somebody who didn't have to go through what you went through and they just mm-hmm. take it because they had a you know they had a good song on the radio mike, or mike can i or, just say one thing just one right. thing life is not fair that's true number it's one like like wh- oh my god he's he's little bow wow he well, got the part well, over well, me well, like hold bruh. on hold on i would say in these roles that have these uh celeb- not celebrities these uh musicians these artists they're usually created just for them. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'll say that. Number two, I also have to point out that Samuel L. Jackson was a marine biology major at Morehouse. However, <laughs> the reason why he's revered is that he you had to. This is what British actors do. You have to do some plays. You got to go to theater. You have he to. Did. You yes. have to learn exactly. your. You have to learn your craft as opposed to just showing up. But again, if you make these roles specifically for these characters in real life who may or may not even write their own lyrics right Mm -hmm. so there's already acting in the first place Mm -hmm. exactly personification of a person is acting i think over time it do get better right like ice cube was way better later on he wasn't let's say well he's pretty good in boys in the hood he was great on friday you kidding me i mean well you could have agreed on friday it didn't take much acting no ice cube was an amazing actor and he created Whoa. the film as well, he so created. he 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 created it and starred in it, Miguel. <laughs> that, that's talent. It. That's talent. Ice Cube is great, but you could tell over time he he got better. Of course, you're going to get better with practice. It's like it takes ten thousand hours to become an expert at anything. So, I mean, For you got fifty thousand hours practice because they've already had theater roles and, and acting school and stuff like that. So they already have that practice you're talking about. But that's, but that's also, true. Mike, you have to remember theater is completely different than movie magic, which is completely different than television magic, which is completely different from you know all these other things. I definitely agree 100%, 100%. So it's like, oh, I've been on Broadway. Okay, but does that translate into a movie? Not when it comes to camera tricks and things like that. Exactly. No. But delivering a line, it could definitely translate because you've been able to <laughs> deliver the line. You could words. deliver the line in a live audience. And that's why, you know, theater is such its own craft because each show is never going to be exactly the same. It's like improv versus you know, a, a comedy stand-up, a, a stand-up. Going back, I'm saying between the rappers, comedians, like you said before, right? Now, social media people, yeah. uh, rea- reality TV stars, right? And then on top of that, you had British actors. As a regular American actor, you got a long fight. <laughs> you got to fight. And guess what? Only the strong survive. So you best to get fighting, okay? <laughs> you best to get fighting because... If you don't, you're going to sink, it's sink or swim. Like, it's America. So, I mean, you that's just life. You can't sit around and yeah. complain. And as, a, and as a studio, like Josh said, I get it. Like, that person, like uh, Cardi B, they put her in the movie or whatever like that. Be doing it because you want the the marketing aspect mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? You want the revenue or whatever. So, I get it. So, you don't care. I mean, you care, but the only thing like a side role, you're fine with it and stuff like that. Exactly. You're, 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 you're cool. But I'm just saying, if that was my craft, you know, going forward, it seems like every year there's more and more obstacles. So change it. So you gotta change your profession, and maybe you should be a. Singer. You might have to. 
Say <laughs> you, you, I mean, you can't be mad at what the next man doing. That's how I hate. Like, and, 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 I, and I'm gonna go back to your point earlier, and, and to your point, I feel like there are less and less black TV shows and or movies that are out than used to be and whatnot. So even less opportunities than it than you know than it was. At one point. And Mr. Urban World says, you know, how easy it be to be Ezel from Friday. He, he would be oh, he would be great. Friday. He would be great at Ezel. And I don't even know what you All look right. like. Cat Williams is a dope actor and comedian. And in real life, because he got beat up by a middle school. He's naturally funny, and it just works for him. And he got beat up by a middle school. Cat Williams is better than <laughs> Kevin Hart. I agree with I that. Agree. I disagree it's, with that statement. Really? I saw Kevin... See, see, let me just say this. I saw Kevin Hart when he was pure and raw. Like, I seen him... Um, he came to Ryder when he first started. Like his okay. first stand up, and I swear I was crying, laughing. Like I laughed, and I love to laugh. I love comedy shows. I laughed from the time he got up on stage to the time he left the stage, and I had real tears coming down my eyes because he's funny. But now he's—I don't think he's funny now because he because he has too many uh, sponsorships. Like he not—he right. can't do what he wants to do. He's not pure anymore. He's not really like in that grind mode. So it changes. Like, I mean, I haven't seen Cat Williams stand up in person. I'm, you know, if I were to pick, maybe Cat Williams now is better than Kevin Hart because he kind of corny because I think other people write his stuff for him now. But, um, I don't think think Kevin Hart is what Kevin Hart was. No, nowhere near. thing on on Netflix was not No, I didn't laugh at all. I'm like, what is this? This is a waste of time. (laughs) Who wrote these corny jokes? Like, who wrote this? And the thing is, people, he, he's more focusing on being in movies, too. He's trying to transition from that comedian role to actor role. And even his joke, like, and, and that's why his jokes are, like, written for him or he has, like, a team of writers. Kind of like with Dave Chappelle. He was, you know, watered down until he left and went to Africa. He I said, no, nah, I'm good. Kev is just in the, um, you know, in, in the cancel, cancel culture climate. So he's very, very careful of what he says. Chappelle just doesn't care or whatever like that. Not, now, that, not that he doesn't. Now, yeah, he doesn't. Not that he doesn't care, but I mean, he doesn't care about being canceled. But I feel like that he'll like I'll go do some shows for some colleges and make enough money to so, like he don't care because he's about, already like, rich. And then he doesn't. He found his purpose and he found like his uh the, his moral compass. I'll say because before right. when he was underground, he was hilarious. And then yeah. when he started doing this Chappelle show, he's talked about in his interviews how uh-huh. it's yeah. a team of writers that's coercing him to do certain things. Right. And he decided, nah, I'm not doing it. I don't care how much money you're going to give me. I'm not doing that. So he had boundaries. Right. Kevin Hart doesn't have any boundaries. Like, he, some of the stuff I see him do, I'm like, that's not something a dude from Philly would be doing. No. Like, At all. Lot, yeah. Like, he trying, he kissing dudes and like. Wait, what? He like, in one of the shows, it's like comedic kissing. It's not like, you know, tongue kissing, but it's like, you know, him being very feminine and like, you know, the whole, what is it? Uh, put the black man in a dress to get him rich. Well, he is making a ton of money. Exactly. So. so he sold his, you know, boundaries that for money, and he's rich, so it worked. But it's like, where do your boundaries stop and I mean, begin? I mean, we heard his stand up. He got clowned a lot, especially for his height. So he like, this is my revenge. Hey, he had. But my thing is, if he would have, he's he's. What's the word? He Hollywood now, and for his benefit, he's gonna make a lot of money. 
But it's like like Dave Chappelle. At what point is the money not important versus your authenticity? Well, it's kind of like at a certain point, you understand that you won't be on the Mount Rushmore of certain things in the industry. I don't think he's ever going to be in the same category as Richard Pryor. I think Dave cool. Chappelle, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart. I think Dave Chappelle. Or Eddie Murphy. Right. I think Dave Chappelle is in that ilk. He's in that conversation. He's on he that is. Mount Rushmore. But yeah. I think that also has to do with your delivery, your satire, and the topics of which you talk about. So Kev has always been about pop culture and his art. Mm. Also, though, to, to his defense, he did say like he's got to take care of so many people or whatever, you know, between his family and his team who all works for him. So he feels like if he does get, let's say, quote unquote, canceled, that he would not be able to take care of so many people. So he's so so he's so careful because of that. Careful. I mean, we talk about on Food for the Culture all the time. Shout out to Banks, how he's not careful with his media team. Who, Kevin Hart? And how he just re- be responding on Twitter. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, but I, mean, I guess careful with his, his uh, comedy. Thank you. I agree Thank with you. that, too. Bernie, Bernie Mac, Mac is definitely on there. RIP Bernie Mac, he's definitely on there. So I think that for us, those men and comedians are on a different level. But time is the only thing that will tell where he lands. Right. But the money will ensure that he's in the conversation. Yes, exactly. Um, and then it's like, okay, for example, what's the what's the woman uh, who shaved her head? The comedian. Britney Spears. No, no. The comedian. No, no, no. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish was a conversation topic for a little bit, right? Oh, she's the funniest black woman. She's funny. She's funny. And that, I never thought that, by the way. But. Exactly. Because she was. I'm not going to say she's not funny. I'm not going to say she is funny because I never seen her stand up. I don't even I don't even know. Her grind is there. She got to a point mm-hmm. where people are talking mm-hmm. about grind, her. Yeah. She grinds. So when you grind a certain way, you get into that category where you'll get carried as the token person. So I feel like Kevin Hart, he transitioned from. A person who was really like an individual because his stand up from before was unique to me. And now it's just he's fallen in line to this role that they're putting him in. Yeah. Being a rich guy. <laughs> I hate to he, say it, but he, yes. she was so loud and tried too hard. Who, Kevin Hart? Tiffany Haddish. Oh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, she did. But I think they made her do that. Kind of like they're making Kevin Hart play this, like, small, weak, feminine dude. (laughs) That's what makes the money. I'm just small. But let me say this. His, let me say this. Him taking that personification of himself and having creative control over it gives us something like Husbands of Hollywood, where he was hilarious. But when you take that personification of that type of character and you give it to white people to write for you, you get his character in Jumanji, where I mean, he was, he was actually Jumanji, a woman. Honestly. Oh, yeah, he was a woman, yeah. But I thought he was fine in Jumanji as far he as... He was um, fine, but he wasn't like... I don't know how to put this. Maybe I'm not articulating this the right way. He sold out. And he's going to make a lot of money, but he's going to have to sell, sell part of his soul. He's already done. Side. He knows this already, though. He, I mean, I, mean, I guess he uses the fact that he can't let down everybody around him to like, justify what happened or whatever like that. But I think that he knows this already, so he's fine. What Chappelle won't happen to, I don't think, um, you know, I, I think that certain people 
it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't. but also the culture helped it as well because it's so easy. <laughs> to... Dang, Chloe, when you call his swat and weak, I felt that because I'm only 4'8. Now I'm definitely scared to get on camera. He's lying. Didn't He's Urban lying. say he was tall? As long as you got jokes, you good with me. <laughs> but Kevin Hart not funny no more, so it bothers me. Like you He's short, not. And you like, not that funny? That last stand-up was so bad. How like, you sure? Oh. And you not funny? It was like awkward. I felt awkward for him watching it. Like, who are these jokes for? I, the people right. who were there. Which are the people paying for him to be in the theater? And, the, and it wasn't even funny. They weren't even no. laughing at Hart. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, did they have a laugh track? It was like, okay. No. It was like, bup, bup, bup. Silence. Like what? It was just I was just waiting to laugh, and I was just like it was a very emotional roller coaster for me of sadness. <laughs> I, I paid to see him in North a few years ago, and I was like so disappointed. So like what? Because he maybe that's right, Josh. He's not for we're not his audience anymore, so but, it doesn't it's not appeasing to us. Right? Like, he's funny to other people. I thought that was given. That's 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 the illustration of him selling out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Cause, that's, cause exactly. Because who, who put him on? But to be fair, he's been you know he's been and what forty year old virgin, so he's already been crossing over. That was always mm-hmm. the aspiration. So, but then it's like, look at Trevor Noah; he's hilarious. But again, that has to do with delivery and writing, comedic timing. It's he just, is it, hilarious. It's just yeah. different. But he's always been hilarious because he's able to be himself. As as we're yes. saying, Kevin has to. He had to change. Yes. In order to cash out. So that, let me just say choice. this. Be you. Because you're going to either be you and make money or not be you and make money. But it's better to be you and make money. So are we, as people, I'm just asking, you know, being a devil's advocate here. Are we not supposed to evolve as people and grow? And Is that develop? evolution, though? That's not evolution. That's that's assimilation. <laughs> he- <laughs> That's, I mean, that's but, like going to work and having a suit on when you get home. You can't take it off. Like at some point, you gotta be yourself, and that's what Dave Chappelle I felt like struggled with because he knew he wasn't being authentic to himself. He was actually perpetuating this mission for the stereotype of a certain, you know, what I mean, of, of him being the leader of a stereotype of of people who look like him mm-hmm. instead of him just being his authentic self. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, why he and that's why he said, nah, I ain't for that. Y'all not going to use me and make billions of dollars off me and ruin generations off of me. And I, I can't even be my authentic self. I mean, regardless if they're authentic self or not, that's still going to happen because that's how the world works. Say that again. Regardless if they're going to be the authentic self or not, they're still going to be making money for other people. And they're going to make that money for other people regardless. Exactly. And my point is to build off of that is you're going to lose a part of yourself when you're pretending to be someone else. So the people are going to make their money either way. So it's either you choose to not be yourself forever or you choose to be yourself. Because at the end of the day, even if you're yourself, you're still perpetuating an image, right? But if you're perpetuating perpetuating an image that's not even yourself, that comes with a lot of social... Um, wait, um, you know, especially when you become conscious about the impact that you have on people. And here's what I will say to, you know, to Chloe, like he's made enough money now that he shouldn't have to worry about the cancel culture now. You know what I'm saying? He should work with himself and he can, now he's made enough money to where he can like, you know, he does already, um, like finance his own tours and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He can, 
put enough money to be able to finance his own movies and stuff like that. So he shouldn't have to worry about a studio telling him no. Exactly. Or blah, blah, blah. Just be yourself. But this is where I respectfully disagree. And I, but I disagree with the application of that philosophy. Philosophy, I think, is flawless on both of y'all. But I think the application of that, especially for where the media and entertainment is now, as we saw, his base, his audience is different. So the, the cancel culture is really, it would really come from people who would actually be paying that money, which may be of Caucasian descent. And their cancel culture is a lot more volatile than African-American cancel culture. They don't spend as much money as we do. But on his films, yes, they do. And that's the key. I need to, we need to look at some numbers. We need to look but at numbers because I'm curious. Josh, if he went back to making comedy specials more geared towards us, though, and let's say they decide to try to cancel him on, on the other side, he'll still get our money. Exactly. And look at Tyler Perry. If he, I just feel like everybody who makes enough money should be doing a Tyler Perry slash Ice Cube model. Yes. Ice Cube has his own production company. He makes his own films. For, Can't, for he, 20 years, 25 years maybe. He's making kitty films. Like he makes children family films. And can nobody say he's not a gangster rapper? Like if, if that doesn't show you the the power that we have when we apply ourselves and we are individualists or separatists. Mm. Separatists. Separatists, yeah. And we do our own thing. It doesn't impact us negatively in our community in the long run because we have control creatively over how our image is being portrayed. Because Kevin Hart, corny now, I would never spend money to go see him now. And I would get Jesus. my I would get my last money back in college. Like, yo, I'm, I, I got to hustle, get some money to go see him because he's funny. And now he's now he costs more money to see. I'm definitely not going to pay to see him. No. And, and on top of that, look at the Waynes brothers. Like, it's, it's literal real-time examples of people who are black, who are comedians, who have the same blueprint that did not sell out and did their own thing and made money off of it. And did it the way they wanted to. Well, uh, I, I would argue about white chicks in there, but that's just me. Well, they made, I mean, they wanted to make white chicks. That was their creation. Right. But similar to the whole reason why Chappelle quit and wisely, it made people more comfortable saying certain words. Yes. Now, we're not going to battle the moral implications of movies. Well, the, the, but you kind of are. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> look, 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 what I'm going to say is this. If you're going to be a detriment to your community, make sure you do it on your own. Don't have somebody using you as a puppet. So you don't think any people who are of Caucasian descent benefited greatly from white chicks? Of course. Of course they did, but they're going to benefit from everything. So some people also might call that selling out as well. Mm, it depends. If they didn't come up with the, with the pilot, they couldn't have did the movie. Who was the audience for white chicks? Black people and white exactly. people. Everybody. But mostly black people. Correct. But that white people watched it too. The people, right. But that's what I was saying. It's kind of like, like, it's kind of like, it's a movie for us, but they're going to watch it. Correct. Like Tyler Perry stuff. People could say he's a sellout because he has all the, the, you know, the tropes of black folk up in there. And if a white person were to watch it, it kind of does, you know, carry on the stereotypes and reinforce them that of things that they know. But as a person of color watching that, you know what I mean? It's, He's making his, he's always made his shows for his audience members who are us. His shows weren't meant to, for white people. Like I, I went to go see Tyler Perry when he was doing plays and I see any white people in the audience. It wasn't for them, but because Kev, he making money now they could watch it. Kev and Tiffany 
like by the black community at this point, they do get say like either they're not funny or on Tiffany's parts that she play the same role every time or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I think they created that, I guess, respect from the black community in for mm-hmm. the dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want to do. It is what it is. But I'm never going to respect them as much as artists as I did when they first came out. Mm-hmm. That's how I look. So it's about the respect in the culture, how the culture perceives you. I think you, I think I think you can do both, but I think that the path to make the most money is sometimes losing the respect from your culture, i.e., black guy in a dress or black guy in the clown suit or whatever you want to say or stuff like that. So I think that, but you can still make money without it. Some people, I think, some comedians are doing just fine without having those sellout moments, but they won't ever reach the Kevin Hart, let's say, money status. But they're okay with that. So it depends on who you are. The uh, force is strong with the irony with Tyler Perry wearing a dress. So Mr. Urban World, man, with the type of money I just leave the industry, (laughs) open a franchise, and retire. I don't know what these big words means that you're using, Josh. I feel some type of way. Just like how Kevin Hart's role in 40-Year-Old Virgin, very nice, Mr. Urban World. I was upset that the Wayne's Brothers let scary movie series get stolen from them absolutely let me say this tyler perry chose to wear the dress before a white man told him to that's a difference yes because that makes a difference it is a difference because if i choose to do something stupid it's my decision versus somebody be like oh go jump off that bridge no if i was like yo i'm jumping off this bridge today that's a completely different it's about the origin i agree with close i never had a problem with martin playing his mother yeah his own choices and stuff like that i think it's different when somebody tells you you need to put in the stress that you don't know exactly okay because we can't live without shanae shanae was a staple in our culture you feel me like and that came from him it didn't come from somebody like oh you got to put this dress on we'll give you some more money or you got to (laughs) kiss this dude and we'll give you some more money actually i was watching the boondocks yesterday (laughs) and it was it was the episode where um Pops goes to some like church cult or something, and it's like a Medea looking character. And he's like, Wait, so you made this acting so you can just be with, with men? And then it was basically like a cult. I'm trying to make a connection between that. But yeah, so he put the dress on because he chose to put the dress so on. So wait, so did did Fox make Martin put the dress on and he chose? That's a good question. Because I think we all know what we feel about Fox and their That's a media. good question. So, that, again, that's just, that's just my take on things. I like to look at the whole I don't picture. know. I would have to go back and look. But I no, feel like I, 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 think, I think we know, but it kind of goes against what you guys were saying. But it I, does. I understand. It does. It's awesome. I understand. It's fine. It's okay. Okay, wait. So, listen. So, I'm not going to go against what I said about Tyler Perry because he was wearing a dress on stage with no white people in the audience. On a bootleg tape. I want to say, Josh, I don't know, but I want to get back to you. <laughs> That's what I would say on that. Oh, my because God. I, it could have been Fox, but I feel like that was Martin's own creative mindset. But I, I'll get back to you a little bit. I will find out. Oh, my um, God. About the, because uh, I want to, do you have any more stuff on the warp feed? Oh, no, uh, that was it. All right, about <laughs> just to bring it all the way back to the black Superman thing. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. like that. Sorry, that was a Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. I... I think it's smart for them because they're also looking for a black director and writer to do it. And I think they're trying to make it uh, more authentic. But they're definitely copying the Black Panther and Ryan Coogler. Uh, think of Marvel and whatnot. Like, if we're going to have a black character, let's get a black director and writer and stuff like that. So I think it's smart. But you can see where, like, Marvel's always ahead of DC uh, and, you know, uh, when it comes to that. 
Absolutely. And I can't wait to see what they do with the Wakanda TV series. I wonder if it's going to be the Dhamma Malaje or maybe Ukoye and Daniel Kaluuya's character. Maybe what it's like at living at home in Wakanda type of thing. I think that would be pretty cool, too. Either that or Nakia on her missions and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And to see, that's the other reason why Eric Killmonger needs to return to the MCU and play the Black Panther character for Wakanda because that's going to be an obvious love interest with Nakia and Eric Killmonger. Wow. Okay, I can see that. I want that a little bit. Um, and the other uh, thing was, the uh, the other news was that Marvel, on that video clip, they decided to make change Captain Marvel too, just the Marvels and whatnot. And so I wonder if that's going to have uh, Kamala Khan in it, who it is this Marvel. It nice. will, yeah. It will, yeah, definitely. If you look at the, the the new symbol, it's got Captain Marvel symbol, but the S is from um, Kamala Khan with the uh, lightning T shirt. Now we talking, <laughs> correct? Absolutely. But also, uh, the black what's her name, Monica Rambeau, who also was Captain Marvel on being as well. So the three basically Marvels in the, in the movies. So. Absolutely, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen with uh, her. Was it daughter, or granddaughter, who was in Wandavision? Oh, the black lady. No, no. That is Monica Rambo. No, that's uh That's her daughter. Is that Monica? Yeah, the daughter. I thought the I thought daughter's name was Monica. What was the what was the other one's name? Maybe I'm wrong. Whatever like that. I thought I thought the daughter's name was Monica. I thought the mom was named something else. Either way, I know you're talking about the black lady from Monica. Yes. Yeah, because and then it, didn't she get visited by an alien at the end? Spoiler. By the way, the mom in Captain Marvel, the first one. She's also British, by the way. Just another topic. Is, is it? Yeah, well, you know. They're here to stay, Mike. <laughs> I know. Just saying. Because she's a new bomb. <laughs> we, got, we got to put on a British accent if we're going to compete. However, uh, Monica Rambo, <laughs> which is the daughter, is uh, okay, okay. played by Tayana Paris, and she is from South Carolina. She is. I like Tayana Paris. <laughs> she's from South Carolina, and- you said? Hopkins, daughter, South yeah. Carolina. So she's American. There we go. Playing there an African American. There it is. Bam. We got one. <laughs> well, we got. Well, we also got Killmonger and T'Challa. So you know. And we and we got uh, Captain America. He American. True. That's true. Well, two Come of on. them. Two of them. <laughs> Isaiah Bradley as well. So that's two technically. Okay. So yeah. I, you know, I'll I take mean, Marvel got ten. 12 projects. I mean, moving forward, man, we're going to get 10 projects a year from Marvel. So it's just going to be a lot of content. Four movies, probably five to six TV shows. So I feel like this is just exciting next couple of years. You know. So Marvel. Mike, I have a question for you. Um, So thinking back to our first mental theater episodes together, <laughs> when mm-hmm. all the movie theaters shut down and you guys are panicking, <laughs> how do you feel about Marvel content now? Wait, 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 wait. I was panicking. Yeah, you and Tony was panicking. Wait, wait, wait. That wasn't our first one. I said around the first one. Y'all was panicking when the pandemic happened. They're how they gonna release the movies? The movies are closed. Blah blah blah. And now you're But they didn't release them though. Exactly, because y'all were nervous, and I was like, Don't worry, there's a plan for this. Everything's gonna move on TV. How can it move on TV? It did move on TV. It did. It It did. There's ten you just said it out your mouth. There's 10 but projects going on right movies, now. And there's, there's 10 projects. So you're getting your Marvel content in a longer form. It's a semantics club. We were talking and, about movies. And it is movie quality. Because I would watch the whole Falcon Winter Soldier in a movie theater. 
Got it. But they saved Black Widow for over a year and a half because they had to come out in the movie theater. They and guess what? It it's going. We got shows instead, so you still got your Marvel content. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> That's true. We got the content. Because y'all was nervous. Knew, like I, but I knew because I said you can't recoup this money without theaters. Y'all was nervous. Yeah, it was like there's not gonna be any content. There's no content. There's no content. There's no content. There's not, well, they're not I, gonna again, film movies. I, I, again, Chloe, I agree, but I think that was content in the theaters specifically because they were they were they weren't thinking outside the box like disney no but they still want the content they still want the content in the theaters that hasn't been resolved completely well it's on well guess what you got a little snack on disney plus because if i can recall tony ain't even want to get disney plus or was that you he still doesn't i had it i had it from day one josh will tell you that okay it was tony but (laughs) verizon Right. Oh yeah, yeah you had to you had to plan. <laughs> but Feige, Kevin Feige, he hey, listen, if this pandemic was still going on like crazy right now, it would still be hell. He's not putting these movies, these movies on Disney Plus. And guess what? He's gonna have to take a big old seat and relax. Cause guess what? I like watching WandaVision. I like watching Falcon Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah. I like watching I'm a like watching Loki. Right, but to be fair, those are created for Streaming, mm-hmm. not not for like a film release, a theatrical release. That those are two totally different type of projects. Listen, we'll see. We'll see, but listen, like I said, starting this month, uh, you know, with Disney for, for particular, Cruella comes out May twenty eighth. It's going to be in theaters, also thirty bucks on Disney Plus or whatever like that. So we'll see. Or whatever, you know, I was going to go. Mm-hmm. I won't see Cruella, but you know that's not. No, I'm sure somebody will see. Wow, Mr. Urban World gives Wandavision a six out of ten. Did you watch the yeah, whole like series? It. Did you watch the whole thing? Because my mom, like my mom ain't like it. When the first couple episodes, she said, like, "I just can't get into it." I'm like, "Just keep watching." Yeah, I loved it because I like I loved I love Lucy and like Bewitched. I loved it all the way shows. through. I thought it was amazing to me. But so, if you're a person who didn't so. watch that stuff growing up, you probably. But you know what else? Not even that. I feel like. The thing about them is such a different than what you're used to seeing. Yes. I feel like some people couldn't like uh you know think outside the box. Falcon and Winter Soldier is so great. It's what you see. It's regular. Yeah. Whatever like that. And then it didn't think, it didn't start off. Sorry not to cut you off. Go ahead. And but I feel like WandaVision is a build up and it's yeah. so different, the whole world. So I feel like even what you're talking about, Mr. World, Titans, the boys, they're more cut and dry. They're yeah. just like a hero, you know, fights a villain. Right, blah blah blah. Why division has these like mental? Is this different? Whatever, so. And it was a slow build up, like you said, there was no that action was. at all until like the third, ep- fourth episode versus Correct. Falcon Winter Soldier, the very first scene, they're like jumping Correct. out of planes. So, you know, another reason why you need to watch uh Winter Soldier again. Oh mm-hmm. man, please, please let me know what you watch talking about the soldier. I mean, I'm sorry, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Maybe we should do that as a uh, as a mental theater uh, watch party. We haven't oh, done that in it. a long time. I know. I would love that, bro. Like that movie is. Oh man! Besides Endgame and Infinity War, I, don't, I think that's that's my favorite one. Wait, and Disney yeah. Plus has the watch along too. We should do it. After the American Winter Soldier. Like, I'm telling you, that Winter Soldier, like, there's like a meme going around. Like, <laughs> about like him in that movie versus him now, when it like comes with like the kick at the end of the, end of the show. And it's like, what happens to Winter Soldier? <laughs> it's like, it's funny hell. But it's, it's good. So, I think it's like kind of like the the Fall Soldier. He's just kind of like a little softer, a little sweeter and stuff like that. So, he a little tame. A little tame. 
He went to a, a therapist. I understood know, it. To, to <laughs> subdue his aggression. <laughs> <laughs> I think he. I think he's not done with his therapy work. Just saying. I think the next one he gonna be. He gave her a little gift and said, "Thank you." Already. Yeah, he yeah, That was a thank you for this phase of my therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gonna revert. I think because you know what, you know what. I think he is because remember in one of the scenes, spoiler alert, uh, Zeno, Zeno, Zemo, Zemo was like, "Oh, you got back in the character pretty quick." <laughs> 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 he he made a comment about that because he ain't done. Well, just because he was fighting, I mean, I don't mean that. Nah, he got. He was like, I see it in your eyes. You got back. <laughs> you got back in that real quick for you to be in therapy, bro. So I think we're gonna see more of the crazy one. I mean, I feel like a lot of that healing was done in Wakanda, but that's just me. I think this has been a long time coming for Bucky for his uh story arc. Hmm. I mean, if you go back to like you said. Josh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Obviously, that wasn't Bucky. You know what I mean? The Winter Soldier. But I just like him as a Winter Soldier. <laughs> Once a killer, always a killer. Yeah. Man, he was a, just a nice, a nice guy in the beginning. You so. could put a line in just the like cage. Just like Steve Rogers. Put a line in the cage. If he get hungry, he going to eat. You feel me? No, I think that was Hydra messing with his uh, mentality. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think it was. I like him. But, which is why we should uh, watch so Cloak and get some context. Yeah, here. I need to see. I want to see. Yeah. So I kind of remember it, but not really. Absolutely. And by the way, Mr. Urban World is apparently watching us in his theater in his VR device. By the way, put the link in, in the chat so we can watch Mr. Urban World. People can watch it later. But uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining. This had been a very fun conversation, even though we didn't have this guy. I don't think that's going to happen. Let's try it. Oh yeah! Why do I laugh? Because you can hear the crack in his back. Snap, crackle, pop, <laughs> and it's the uh, right? The grunt after the crack in the back. Absolutely, but, but th- all right, guys, been fun. All right, thank you, Mister Herbworld, for dominating the content. Yes, sir. Comments as always. I'm not the mod. Sure, you can. Type it in the you chat. You can put the link in there. Oh, he has a way. Hold on. This is the way. Really? That's your way? That's not the way, Mr. Urban World. That way looks a little short. Why don't you uh, DM Mike <laughs> on uh, Instagram? You can send him the link that way. He can send it to us. It looks, looks a little you short, go. like your 4'8 stature. DM me the link, Mr. Urban World. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Peace.